Friday, you bastards. Talking no more about Mo, his smelly wig veins, or his lousy show. No. We'll play some bits now and then, and that's just fine. Yeah. When we start at nine, we draw the line. Nine. Don't give a crap about that cranky schmuck with his veiny nose up Jay Fiedler's butt. At least until Neil decides to change his mind. Till then at nine, we draw the line. Nine. Oh. 902 at 560, WQM, happy Friday to you. Boy, this week has been uh, bizarre, you know? Yeah, fun though. Really? <laughs> it's been strange. It's been in and out and up and no. down. Yeah, well, maybe up, up somewhere. Instincts Justin Timberlake breaks foot, cancels performances for the next two weeks. Bye, oh. bye, bye. See, we got a lot of good news for you today. Got that Walmart uh, thing a little later on. Good. That you're going to be very pleased about. Something Lots of stuff today, baby. A full plate, a full plate, heavy duty. Get your fork and knife out. Speaking of fork and knife, Eric up there in Orlando, uh, Carlos is going to be assisting you into bringing our website into the uh, 21st century now, 22nd, 23rd century. NSYNC's Justin Timberlake canceled performances for the next two weeks after breaking one of his feet, the BBC reports. Timberlake, who recently released his solo album Justified, has been rehearsing for an awards party sponsored by Smash Hits magazine. You notice how you have to, like, stop and pause when you say the name right, of that magazine? Very careful. Smash Hits Hit. magazine. When the injury occurred, details were not available. He'd been scheduled to host Sunday's T4 Pull Winners Party with Kelly Osborne, June Sarpong, and Vernon Kay, whoever the hell they are, but canceled on the advice of his doctor. He said, Bye, bye, bye! I am sorely disappointed. I guess that's just a play on words that I must miss my scheduled events. The 21-year-old singer said, Tuesday. How come we're just getting this now? This is from, uh, I don't get this. Oh, that's right. It's the Sun Sentinel yesterday, so they're like always a couple of days behind. By the way, uh, Molly Ivins had this great column about six months ago. It'll be in the Sun Sentinel over the weekend. However, I must adhere to my physician's recommendations and rest. I look forward to being able to perform again. Hope to see all my fans soon. Bye, bye, bye. Said poor Justin. Sorry about that, Justin. Are we? Are we sorry for? No. No, you piece of crap, you. How'd that pool come out yesterday? Not, not, uh, and it just dawned on me. I was wondering why didn't we get our usual, you know, 900,000 votes? Oh, we got close to 900. The uh, God Squad out there, the Jesus people, they're not, they're going to be offended by that. And keep in mind, I didn't invent this. Okay, I didn't invent this story about when Jesus comes back, what kind of vehicle would he be driving. Right. I didn't invent this whole campaign. In fact, somewhere in the pile, which I'm leafing frantically through here, there's a story about, uh, not, uh, where the hell is it? <laughs> it must be really big. There's a story connected with this about it's not your uh, pop's Oldsmobile or something like that. Where the hell is it? Jesus, Joseph, and Saul. Four million pounds of meat recalled. Passengers leave the ship from hell. And then we got the uh, Disney. That's uh, in there somewhere. Anyway, who's, we asked yesterday, what would Jesus drive if he came back to earth? Who's Jesus? 201 of you heathen bastards said that. And boy, we need a lot more heathen bastards, I'll tell you that. Now that these right-wing Bible thumpers have taken over America and it's official, wait till we get to that Victoria's Secret, which inspired my pool today. Just makes me nauseous how ass-backward America is going back into the Stone Age, the Dark Ages. And based on this whole foreign policy thing, now it looks like the Bushmeister and his uh, crew of misfits, they want to take the whole world back into the Dark Ages. 886 votes. Who's Jesus 201? 
He'd come back in a Cadillac for old Jews. 168 said that, and why the hell not, right? Oi! In South Florida, that's the car of choice, along with the big Lincoln Continental. Any big Jew canoe, but especially Cadillac. He'd ride a camel, 145. Motorcycle, 98. He could then eat, uh, have a good deal of pizza left on Thursday nights. Wouldn't that be something? Seeing Ponytail and Jesus sitting over a Fugaza pizza. They have the same haircut. With Jesus' uh, vehicle parked on the outside with his Harley parked right out there in front. Subcompact car to save gas, 84, which is supposedly what this whole campaign is all about, to try to embarrass people and like uh, try to be more economical and save gas. SUV, speaking of that, 78. Humvee, 65. And Corvette, 47, because I was trying to wonder why so few people said that. And when you see the way Jesus was depicted and the way he dressed, even sloppier than me, obviously he was not a man of great taste. Uh, he might have been a fashion plate for his day. How do we know? No, he was not. So the he bottom line road. is he certainly wouldn't be driving a Corvette. We should have put Mustang on there. That would have been a good choice. But you can't put them all. So that's out of 886 votes. Before we get to today's poll and that whole business, and I don't want to pick on Joe Zagaki too much, you know, but I do have to fess up that I, I'll take part of the responsibility for it. I don't know what Don Bailey Jr.'s excuse is. He's a great guy. But I heard about two, three minutes of that broadcast last night. And I've got to tell you right now, it's one thing to be boring and ponderous, and because I've been talking about that for so many years, maybe Joe has gone the opposite extreme. Maybe I've pushed him, like, over the edge. Everybody on their feet, 27 seconds to go. Rutherford drops, looking, looking, rolling, in zone, incomplete! Oh, my God! Oh, my! Yogi Roth was the intended receiver. Oh, my! He led him too far. Oh, my! Roth laid out for it, and it's incomplete, and Miami is going to win this one. They're going to hold on and win this breathtaking performance, 28 to 21. Oh, man, talk about needing doggy downers, you know. And Don Bailey Jr., I don't have a clip of that, but I did hear one where he's going, come on, come on, the guy's going down the field, going to score a touchdown. Come on, come on, and making mad dogs seem like uh, he's in a coma, just shrieking and hysterical. Joe, you got to tone it down a little bit. Every play of every game can't be hysteria level because it uh, that's just not the way you broadcast a sporting event. Psychotic. Bush League, I mean, really embarrassing. Did I say that? Embarrassing. I like Joe, like I've said a lot. He's a good guy, but wow. Embarrassing. Humiliating. So anybody over the years who have ever ripped a mad dog for being too much of a homer and too psychotic, oh, like I said, he sounds like he's, uh, he needs to be poked in the ribs and awakened compared to the stuff I heard last night. And I heard a couple of minutes because I came in here wanting to hear the score. I'm really shocked, by the way, uh, Carlos. I thought they were going to kick their ass. And it goes to show you they're not as good as everybody thought they were. No, they always start off slow. I don't know if it's that they can't get it up. <laughs> they can't get it up. I hear that's a frequent problem at UM. Of course, don't be picking on them for a school that's only got like 40 or 50 students. They're doing pretty damn good, the Hurricanes. So they win that game, but, boy, a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Anyway, I know Pitt's really good. Pitt's really uh, <laughs> sure they are. Doctors 19. are warning. What? They're number 19. I don't give a crap what they are, okay? Well, after having seen the FSU game, which the Hurricanes deserve to lose, and that Rutgers game, you know, somebody's got to convince these guys that the game is four quarters, not just to play when they feel like it. Maybe they're that good, you know? Let's let's make that excuse for them. They're that good that they just turn it on when they need to, just enough to win. You know, like a, a great racehorse who just wins by half a length all the time, just, uh, you know, doesn't want to overexert. You think that might be it? Could be. Good excuse. Doctors are warning that laptop computers may inflict a burn even though even through clothed skin. It burns. After the bizarre case of a Swedish scientist who scorched his penis and testicles while writing a report in his armchair. 
The unnamed 50-year-old father of two had balanced a computer in his lap while he wrote a report at home, talking, uh, taking about an hour to do it, according to a letter published in the next issue of the British Medical Weekly, The Lancet. And I guess that was the, what he was uh, doing. He was lancing it. The following day, he started to develop painful blisters on his foreskin and scrot, which became infected but eventually cleared up without the need for antibiotics. Laptop manuals usually advise users not to use the computer while its base is resting directly on exposed skin as heat can build up if the device is left on for a long time. In this case, however, the patient had been wearing trousers and underpants. The tale should be taken as a serious warning against the use of a laptop computer in a literal sense, said the letter's author, Clace Goran Ostensen of the Department of Molecular Medicine at Stockholm's Karolinsk Institute. How do you like that? He burned his testes and his uh, stuff. His goods. How could that have snuck up on him? Now, getting to the important stuff. Oh, no. Why are they showing this on here again? Oh, you've got to be joking me. Michael Jackson. What is wrong with you people on CNN? Are you crazy? Yes. Are you out of your mind? Yes. Certainly not News Network. Was Victoria's show indecent? This, if you had any doubts, if you thought I was exaggerating yesterday when I told you that the game is over, the jig is up. Can I say that anymore? The jig is up? No. The game is over. Was Victoria's show indecent? FCC commissioner calls for a review of standard. As America continues taking big, gigantic steps back into the Stone Age, into the Dark Ages, you can't complain about the progress we're making under this administration because we're not making any. As the goody-two-shoes, Bible-thumping, right-wing lunatics continue driving everybody back into the closet. Everybody. Back in the closet, folks. It's going to start getting so damn crowded in there, you can only imagine what it's going to smell like. A top communications official yesterday called for an overhaul of the government's broadcast indecency standard as hundreds of complaints flooded his office about the Victoria's Secret lingerie fashion show that aired on primetime national TV Wednesday night. Let me do the break, because I don't want to interrupt. Then we'll do our poll about that. Aren't you nauseating? Now, you said you saw, you'd be seeing some of this stuff, which I'm I sure. I saw the uh, highlights. They were yeah. showing the highlights. And? And nothing like it, like the story said that you read more tame than last year. Yeah. And nothing compared to what they show on the fashion shows as a matter of course, like nipples, right. obvious uh, exposed nipples. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Nipples and uh, cheeks. Nipples and cheeks are very bad. And, of course, uh, anything between the navel and the knees uh, verboten. But that, the nipples be really bad. Nipples are threatening to America. Make no mistake about it. They've killed millions. Yeah. <laughs> Guns are good, but nipples are bad. Just keep that in mind, okay? You can so next time you get a little bit horny, just start licking on the tip of your uh, Colt 45. Beer, that is. Hey, if you love your home but you need more space, what do you do? Do what hundreds of other people are doing. Call Strictly Additions. Whether you're having a baby, need another room, if you're converting a carport or patio into living space, maybe you went into business for yourself and you want to make a home orifice. Any of these things or any other things. The smart thing to do, if that's the case, is call Strictly Additions. They're your one-stop shop, more space for your place, place with an absolutely worry-free approach to expanding your living space. Those no-shows by the contractors won't happen with these people. No incomplete work, no unexpected bills, no worries about the job not getting done right because they're perfectionists, and they'll take care of every single last detail for you. They draw up your blueprints. They get the building permits, handle all the pain-in-the-ass inspections, too. Strictly Additions has got that easy, that simple five-step approach to total customer satisfaction. First, they call to schedule a free project evaluation appointment at your home where a project estimator will determine the scope of your addition. Second, schedule a bid appointment in their convenience showroom where you'll get a detailed proposal and an exact price for the work. Underline exact. 
Third, select your finishing touches, go to contract. Fourth, review the design and architectural drawings. And fifth, sit back and relax and just breathe easy as your Dream Edition moves ahead on schedule with unbeatable quality. Like I said, they're licensed, they're insured professionals who want to do you a stupendous job like they did for George. Check out their ad in the yellow pages. They serve all of Broward and South Palm Beach counties. Tell them that old Neil and P.D. Lenny told you to call Strictly Editions for a stupendous job every time. Call 954-791-8100. That's 954-791-8100 for Strictly Editions. How could I have forgotten today's November 22nd? Did you know that? Yeah. Doesn't that have any significance to you? No. 39 years ago today? Who got shot? Who was assassinated 39 years ago today? Rhymes with today. J.F.K. Oh, very good. See you speaking Spanish again on this show. Como? Well, just, it just dawned on me because now that they finished with all the uh, Michael Jackson crap, they finally are putting this on CNN, and they're certainly not News Network. 
I thought to myself, I'll be damned. And of course, uh, that was uh, Lee Harvey Oswald done it, didn't he? No. No, of course not. Anybody with a brain knows that it was uh, not him. But, you know, it's one of those things. The American public can't be confused with too much of the truth. It's not good for us. The government's going to let us know what's good for us, and we'll just say, yes, uh, no, sir, whatever, however that thing goes. How does that thing go? You know the one I'm talking about? No. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir, boss, however that thing goes, you got. It goes like this. Yes, sir, boss, no, sir, boss. Yeah, like that. Michael Copps, one of the five commissioners at the FCC. I, seriously, I, I thought the thing I read yesterday, which I am going to repeat today about young Americans getting a D in geography, I thought that set me back a ways. This just makes me want to barf. Michael Copps, one of the, F, of the five commissioners at the FCC, urged the agency to revise the definition of indecency and also look into whether it should be expanded to include obscene, violent, and profane programming. The current definition of indecency to me should be capturing for enforcement purposes some of these programs, and it is not, cops told reporters during a briefing. We're only having a paucity of enforcement actions against programming that is palpably and demonstrably indecent. Now, wait till you hear this. Cops said he didn't watch the fashion show that aired on Viacom, Inc., CBS Television Network. He didn't even see it. But right away, he gave the party line response. Federal indecency rules bar the broadcast of obscene material and limit the airing of indecent material that contains sexual or excretory <coughs> references in a patently offensive manner. I am strongly of the opinion we ought to be considering excessive violence as part of that definition, he said. A revision is sensitive, it's delicate, it's difficult to do that, but I think we need to do that, he said. Cops made the comments to reporters in his orifice. Behind him on his computer, there were more than 300 emails from the public complaining about the lingerie fashion show. This in a country of 270 million people, by the way. 300 emails. Wow. Some of the emails had subject lines that said, When will this trash stop? And Victoria's Secret Smut Show. I'll tell you when it stops, and that's when you turn it down to another show, when you press your clicker. What a concept. How do you do that? CBS aired the show Wednesday at 9 p.m., considered a primetime viewing slot, and Victoria's Secret... A unit of Limited Brands, Inc. spent $7 million to produce the highly watched show. Last year, Walt Disney Company's ABC TV network aired the fashion show and had about 12.4 million viewers. The FCC received scores of complaints but said that they didn't demonstrate the sexual aspects of the material was so graphic or explicit as to be patently offensive. A spokeswoman for CBS was not immediately available for comment. Cops yesterday also wondered if there was a link between the rise in what he described as more indecency in broadcasts and the consolidation in the media industry, or whether it was merely a simple coincidence. Separately, the commissioner, the lone Democrat on the commissioner, said he would go ahead with plans to hold public hearings on the agency's review of ownership limits in the media, even though the idea has not won support from FCC Chairman Michael Powell, son of Secretary of State Colin Powell, I just mentioned in passing. The FCC is reviewing limits on how much of the national television audience one entity should be allowed to reach, limits on local radio station concentration, and ban on some common ownership of TV and radio stations or a television station and a newspaper. The agency hopes to have a proposal for the commissioners by the spring of next year. I don't see how hearings would delay the process. It would make the process a lot more comfortable. Yada, yada, yada. But the thrust of this, the crux of it is, we have to have a new standard for indecency, and we don't want to see no more breasts and certainly no nipples on your TV screen, okay? Because they got 300 emails. You ready for that? <laughs> no, I'm not ready for it. 300 emails. Wow. Yeah, from people whose clicker, evidently, maybe their batteries ran low on their pacemaker and their clicker, too. That's like the old people in half of one condo in Hallandale. Right. We're offended by that. When will this trash stop? Like I said, when you turn the channel, then you don't have to be exposed to it. If you don't like cartoons, don't watch them. If you don't like horror shows, if you don't like cop shows like George, don't watch them. 
Very simple. There's 80 billion channels. Even somebody with a rabbit ears now living in uh, Dubuque, Iowa, gets 16 different channels, and most of us uh, get about 400 channels, even if you only have digital cable. So what's the problem, okay? If you don't like it, turn it off. Here's the poll today. I don't want to get whipped up about it, but it just frosted my ass. Oh, don't forget, join George tomorrow, 11 to 1 at the Singular Wireless, located in Aventura, 20335 Biscayne Boulevard. 20335 Biscayne Boulevard. Stop by to win prizes, register to win upfront tickets to upcoming Panthers hockey game. That's tomorrow, 11 to 1 with George. He needs the cash. Here's the poll today. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? We've got five nifty choices for you. Yes, it needs to be stopped. No, just about the right amount. Hell no, I want to see much more. Too much violence, not enough sex, or if you're offended by any show, change the channel, stupid. I think there are five pretty good choices there. No, you're giving me tough choices. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? Yes, it needs to be stopped. No, just about the right amount. Hell no, I want to see much more. Too much violence, not enough sex, or if you're offended by any show, change the channel, stupid. How long is the public going to sit back and continue to put up with this crap? More and more censorship, more and more repression, more and more uh, 15th century thinking. And the public just sits back and blah, 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 like that. Like I said, the right-wingers, man, they're ripped up into a frenzy. See, that's the thing that Tom Daschle doesn't understand, why he's whining about Rush Limbaugh and this one and that one. He don't get it. Those people, whether you like him or not, like I've been telling you all week long, they're motivated, they're highly motivated, they're rabid, they're foaming at the mouth, they're doing something, they're activists, they're involved, they're making things happen, they're taking over the goddamn country, while the rest of the people are like, like that. That's one of the reasons that Phil Donahue's got a point six, beside the fact he's been off the air for 20 years, nobody knows who he is anymore, under the age of 100, plus the fact he's old fuddy-duddy and does a good show about once every two months. But other than that, there are no liberals left. Liberals have been very effectively been intimidated and put back into the closet. That's right, it's unfashionable to be a liberal in America. And so you just dummy up and let all these other people do their thing, and, uh, you know, that's it, that's the way it goes. While the rest of you folks get the whatever is left over, whatever these people decide you can have, what you can see, what you can read, what you can touch, and that's it. Look at the tremendous, the phenomenal response we get on this program. I heard they were talking uh, last night on, on uh, softballs with your buddy Chris Matthews about that whole uh, Dashiell Limbaugh thing. Yeah. And the, the fact of the matter is that, uh, and then they were talking about nationwide, how many liberal uh, talk hosts of any note are there? And they couldn't come up with anybody. I mean, you got me on this one little uh, pukey radio station in Miami on this sports station, but we're talking about a nationwide voice. Name me one. Name me one prominent liberal talk show host in America. Yeah, I'm talking about on radio. Forget about it. Doesn't exist. 927 at 560 WQAM. Tom Levin and Hallett Pontiac GMC are proud. They're pleased as punch to announce the great Neil Rogers Neil Deal 0% sale. How many more times can you say Neil? Yes, with approved credit from GMAC, get you zero, uh, zero down payment and 0% financing on all 2002 and 2003 Pontiac and GMC models, plus zero payments for 90 days. Or take you a rebate of up to five grand. The choice is yours. And as always at Hallett, zero hassles. Don't forget to mention you heard about all these things on the Neil Rogers uh, Show, The Neil Deal, and save even more. Check out the complete line of GMC SUVs, including the Envoy, the big gas guzzlers that Jesus would be embarrassed by, but Tom's not. Voted by Motor Trend as the SUV of the year, and the uh, new Pontiac Vibe SUV that's got the power of a sports car and really pukes out the gas. 
Pallet's also got a stupendous, unbeatable selection of dependable used cars, trucks, and SUVs right there on the lot. And as far as credit is concerned, if you're the worst deadbeat that ever came down to Pike, no problem at Hallett, they will cut you a deal. It's the great Neal deal, 0% sale, going on right now as I speak. At Hallett Pontiac GMC, you'll find them in the St. Grain Place. They've been doing it right for over 35 years. 13401 South Dixie Highway, that's US 1, across from the falls. Open every day, seven days a week. For more information about this new deal, call the Neal Deal Hotline, toll-free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. Hallett Pontiac GMC, we be professional grade. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Friday, you bastard. Hi, this is Janet Jackson, and my new album sucks, so I've got Juan Valdez here. You got that coffee, huh? See. Si. As I said in Newsweek, I love coffee enemas. See, si. the cafe in the back half. That's why I'm opening up my chain of coffee enema places called Starbucks. See, si. Starbucks. Starbucks. We've secretly replaced Janet's coffee with piping hot Folgers crystals. Juan, you got those gloves on? See. Si. Pour that coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. 932 at 560 WQAM. The Beast. Oh, my God. The Beast gets a big blurb in Jim Sarney's column in the Sun Sentinel this morning. And, of course, next Thursday, a week from yesterday, Thanksgiving Day, since uh, all the rest of us are taking a well-deserved day off, aren't we? Yes, we are. Well, not Carlos. Carlos will be there. In fact, it'll be a real treat, Carlos, working with somebody as unprofessional as the Beast. Yippee. Jim Sarney writes, Beast, a beauty of a reporter. It says, Brian London is Andy Rooney's kind of sideline reporter. London, who covers the sidelines on University of Miami football broadcast on QAM, is better known as the Beast. <laughs> He's not Jill Arrington, said UM play-by-play uh, -play voice Joe Zagaki. I look more like Danny DeVito's stunt double, said London 26, who was elevated to sideline reporter this season in addition to working the pregame and postgame shows. The Beast fits my personality, he be saying. London, a 1998 UM graduate, has been around the Canes for the past nine years, working first for WVUM, the campus radio station. Familiarity breeds trust, says Jim Sarney. I don't think I could have uh, do the, done this job if the players and coaches didn't trust me, said London, a native of Linfield, Mass. I've been around for a while, and the team is comfortable with me, he said. Sideline reporters have always been a source of debate. Rooney, the 60 Minutes commentator, doesn't like women on the job. Some announcers think they're extraneous. Sideline reporters are important, said London, who won't get an argument from broadcast mates Zagaki and Don Bailey, the hyperactive ones, who both started out as sideline reporters before moving up to the boot. The guys in the booth can have all the stats and information, but they don't know what's going on on the bench. I'm the eyes and ears of Joe and Don and the fans, said the Beast. The Beast, who has become a cult figure on WQM, thanks in part to Hank Goldberg and Neil Rogers, got his nickname from his tennis-playing days in high school. I was a junior John McEnroe with a horrible temper, and one day at practice... Can you see the Beast playing tennis? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I was a junior John McEnroe with a horrible temper, and one day at practice, our coach, who hardly ever said a word, just sat there in a tweed jacket smoking a pipe, suddenly screamed, Start playing and stop acting like a beast, London said, and the nickname stuck. Oh, see, I never knew that. Did you Me, know that? I thought it was just uh, an appearance thing. Well, there you go. London, who'll work on UM basketball and baseball broadcasts, would like to host a morning talk show someday. Oh, my God, I didn't even read that part of this. He'd like to host a morning talk show someday. A capital idea. But he also has musical ambitions. It's a fan's dream to be on the sidelines, but I'd love to play drums in a reggae band, said London, who played in the band Deepwater Blues, a mix of Nirvana and the Dead, in high school, and also marched in the U.M. band. I like to entertain people, he said. How do you like that? 
The Beast is looking to move in and do a morning show, is, is what he said. Well, get a little of practice next Thursday. He'll be doing this show on Thanksgiving Day from 9 to 1. 5670560. Oh, I'd like to hear from some people who actually saw that Victoria's Secret uh, show the other night and are uh, deeply offended and wounded by it or not. Wouldn't you like to hear about that since we didn't right. see it? Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Oh, hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you know, uh, I think Randy Rhodes is the... Chronic. Chronic. Mel, Melissa. Chronic. Oh, yeah. Go away. 5670560. Oh, we don't do chronics on this show, okay? Call up uh, the goddess. Well, Whatever the hell you want. We're not talking about Randy Rhodes or Dusty Rhodes or uh, Faulty Towers or any of that stuff, okay? Peter. Get with it. Get with it. 5670560. Oh, pound 560 on the... See what I'm saying? About the right-wingers? If somebody wanted to get them whipped up into a frenzy, they could have four million people calling the White House and screaming and bellyaching about Victoria's Secret and CBS needs to have their license yanked and about too many boobs on TV and nipples and uh, whatever, nipples and bits. Here's Kendall. Hello. Kendall. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, good morning, Neil. Good morning, George. Buenos dias. Morning. I, I watched, uh, I was looking through the channels the other night, and I ran across that Victoria's Secret show. And? Uh, and? I, I I really just watched it about uh, I you know flipped through it and I uh, watched for the lack of the clothes I guess you could say yeah and and they, were, you know, were, they you were you offended by it no sir not at all because oh. I mean if you ever seen a busty model or I mean they're they're not that way they're they're like a twiggy thing and uh, it didn't do much for me they showed some um, like dental floss tape you know like the the backside. And uh, maybe a couple nipples or whatever, but it didn't do much for me. I, I see more on the Spanish channels than, uh, you know, just I don't understand it. But, I mean, you know, I mean, the looks and stuff, they're, it was it's Victoria's Secret. If these people don't know what, what Victoria's Secret's about, maybe they should stop in and uh, and, and see one of these places. It's, it's, it's nice. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's about the truth. And uh, I think most of these people that send those emails need to get laid. I think that's their problem. I think they need to get a life. Yeah. They, you know, I mean, uh, it, it, it wasn't that bad. And uh, if, if people uh, knew what this, what what it was all about, then they could, they could change the channel. I, if I don't like you guys some days, I'll, I'll change the channel. But, you know, most of the time... Don't I do like that. Channel. Don't do I, that. I listen, I you know, and uh, everything everything's going good. Um, I, I don't know why they, why they would complain, you know, but you can't please everybody. Okay, have but a great day, pal. And don't yeah. change our channel, please. 51 votes already. The poll is up. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? If you're offended by any show, change the effing channel, stupid. 33 said that out of 51. Hell no, I want to see much more. 8. Too much violence, not enough sex. 8. Yes, it needs to be stopped. 1. And no, just about the right amount. None. 5670560. Oh, I guess we don't have anybody in this audience who saw Victoria's Secret the other night. Guess not. Besides that. But he didn't. He does have a good point, though, and that is that most of those models are like, uh, they do look like Miss Twiggy. Bean anorexic, like they're on the Karen Carpenter diet. Here's, uh, Hallandale. Hello. Hallandale. You have to unlock it. You just, got it just unlocked. calm down. You're a little, you're a little bit too hyper, okay? Just relax. Hallandale, hello. See, I see all those other lines flashing, and Carlos is worried about whether I should unlock it, whether I should stick the key in somebody's... Wreck them. Just get those people on hold, Carlos. Okay, I don't want to start playing Butch Boss, but instead of giving me instructions, just get these uh, people going here, because it's a little bit frustrating. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, follow? Yeah, the phone's just crapped out again, though. That's why everybody just dropped off. We did have some What do you, what do you mean the phone crapped out again? It, uh, it did a thing. 
We're not having another QAM uh, technical difficulty, are we? <clears throat> oh, no. That could possibly itself. be happening. Oh, boy. Not on this station. Here's Boca. Hello. I think it's like screening calls now, huh? <laughs> hey, the, um, this thing with Victoria's Secret, I think yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous that the government can spend one second even worrying about something like that with the crap that's going on in this country. Yeah, we're under uh, purple alert, and we're worried about uh, all these spectacular attacks by Al-Qaeda, and we're worrying about a couple of nipples maybe get through on TV? Yeah, I mean, and you know what really is, too? You can just take that religious conservative part out of the conservative party. You know, I could almost, like, get into it because it's that part of it, you know, that makes me hate it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Well, but, that, but that's not part of it. That's the heart and soul of it. That's where it's at today. That's what it's all about. Unfortunately, yeah, it infiltrates into other things. You get into the abortion issue, the uh, stem cell research crap that affects right. you know by his religious views, and I, and I and I hate that part of it, you know. But the other stuff, you know, militarily, I hate to think what would happen if we did have you know Gore in there as president right now. I, I just don't know if we would have been, you know, I don't know. I just don't know what would have happened in that respect. I just I just feel like that the um, you know this part of it. I wish there was a party that could be conservative, but that would take the religious part of it and just run them the hell out of there. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. I'll see you at the border. Five six seven oh five sixty. See, I don't like this little box either. You know, when you drop on here, it's like a, a pause. There's like, I don't want to belly a technical again, but uh, just one of those things. You know what I'm saying? No. What are you saying? I'm saying it blows. Twenty till ten at five sixty WQAM is Rob. I thought we were gonna have like a real swell show today. I thought we were gonna like <laughs> what? Why? Just because we have? No, because things have been going so swimmingly well most days this week, with the exception of Wednesday, which is a little bit psychotic. But you know, it's one of those things. But uh, I don't know. But then we have these technical glitches, and it's uh, it's not too good, and it's very frustrating. But why should I why should I expect any different? Like all of a sudden, uh, these people are going to wake up, they're going to wake up and sniff the daffodils. They just don't give a flying crap. That's all. They don't care. So don't be bitching about it any time in the future, because you get what you deserve. You sit back and let all these other nutcases. They're all organized. They're all like uh, emailing each other, and they're all uh, you know doing this and doing that, and creeping this and creeping that, and creeping here and creeping there. They're under your bed. They're on your goddamn walls. And the rest of the public is sitting back with their finger up their ass. I don't get it. How can there be so many stupid people? Which leads me back to that thing again about the uh, the uh, young people not having any clue where the goddamn U.S. is on the map. Where their ass is. Thanksgiving's coming. I'm not doing the wrong spot. I'm way ahead of myself. You want to know why? Because I'm figuring what? if I really move fast, we'll <laughs> end this whole thing by 10. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Neil Rogers. God. Just something about it. When I inhale, it's like, uh, wow, dude. It kind of sucks, though. When a seed pops in your eye, it's a real bummer. If you just roll it, roll it tight. I'll put that doobie to my flame Now I'm a glassy-eyed Timberlake And funny things go through my brain Ask me what happened one minute ago I won't remember Take another trophy Ashes make light shows Falling embers. Bye bye bye. Come on over and let's light a bone up. The stuff I bought off this guy. Yeah. TV 
EMA before the show started said, you may be offended, this, that, and the other, yada, 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 and it, it was nothing. I mean, I've seen worse on the Discovery Channel. What do you mean? mean say. Don't say you've seen worse. You've seen better. Seen better, exactly. Uh -huh. I mean, I shouldn't okay. say that because now they're going to go after the Discovery Channel. But... Yeah, they're tracing the call. Okay, thanks. See, this, this is the, this is what you people have been conditioned into believing that somehow the human body is dirty again. They so dirty. It's that same old crap again. And here we are, it's 2000 and freaking two. And you go to any other country in Western Europe and on over the air, I'm not even talking about cable channels, over the air channels, you'll see not only nudity, but you'll see porno flicks on over the air channels. In Russia. Because the ratings were so crappy, they put the broad on here to do the uh, news and the weather in uh, naked. Remember that? Yeah. That had to be at least four or five years ago, at least. And what do we got going on here? Oh, there's a fashion show with some scantily clad uh, babes in lingerie, and uh, the FCC is going to clamp down. Pretty soon we won't even be able to see anything. Just hello and goodbye, and that's it, and how you be doing, and that, uh, how, you, how you, whatever, how that goes. And there is no way to get through. I'm sure you're not going to do it on this show with this dead-ass audience we got, with this crowd of uh, lethargic uh, walking dead. The only thing that they get whipped up in South Florida about, like I've told you for 100 years, is if they can find something for free or a good deal on the early bird. Other than that, forget about it. They're sitting back and whining and complaining and moaning. Oh, gee, what are we going to do? Maybe get off your dead ass, okay? Every time you take a poll or do anything in this country, right away all these right-wing uh, wingnuts, they're on there, and they're emailing each other, and they're on the phone, and they're uh, uh, coming out of their closet under the bed. They're making noise, okay? It's the greasy wheel that, how's that thing go? The squeaky, uh, squeaky beast that gets the grease. <laughs> That's right. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello? West Palm. Sad, ain't it? Yeah. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hollywood. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it last night. It, it was, uh, it was I, thought it, I thought it was on Wednesday night. Oh, it was, it was the other night. It was whack. I called it, we were talking about it, and I it was whack. The whole thing. I mean, put it this way, they're commercials to other stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? The music and the jokes, everything was horrible about it. And you're right. They do show better stuff up in Europe than they do show in this country. So. Okay, thanks. You hear that? They show better stuff. It's not a question of better stuff or worse stuff. Don't you? They, they don't understand it. They just don't get it. You've been repressed for so long. You don't get it. You don't understand it. There is nothing wrong with nudity. There's nothing wrong with the human <laughs> body. There's nothing inherently filthy about it. They, and look at that. The phone just scrapped out again. No. Good yeah, thing I mean, Julio's in there right now. Julio's in there doing what? Screwing around with our phone it, again? To figure it out. Ah, jeez, Julio, don't be dicking with our phone, will you please? No, no he wasn't dicking with it. Go have a pastrami sandwich, please. He's just looking. He hasn't touched anything well, he, except he himself. He must have the evil look. He must have that evil spell because he looked at it, and all of a sudden every line was lit up on there, and they all vanished, and I heard some kind of like <laughs> on the phone there. Or maybe it was Julio did that. Do you think he did it? He did something. If he did that, you'd have been you'd have been scattering already, I guarantee you that, with the volume of crap that he eats. <laughs> Scattering? Yeah. Five, six, seven. Now, see, there you go again. The FCC will be on our ass because you said scattering. See? Hey, you're you not just supposed said to say it that way. You're not supposed to pause in there. What the hell's wrong with you? Scat's awful. That was George done that. Here's Lantana. Hello. Hey, Neil. 
Yes, sir. Gone about the Victoria thing. You know, if they want, if they want to stop nudity, why not stop violence then? Like the Miami Duck, the uh, football, the NFL, let's go after that. Of course, it can't yeah. be the Dolphins because they don't have any violence on their team, but anyway. But anyway. Yeah, what, what, what about all the other programs like uh, the Sopranos? Yeah, let's get that off the air. Is this well, the guy with the, the violence eyes? on that. They're killing people. Well, this is not the up. guy with the eyes. This is not the guy with the eyes. What's wrong with you, George? But he is boring. God, is he ponderous. When somebody says, but anyway. Huh? No, but yeah. I mean, you know right off the bat that even he's bored by his call when a guy in the middle of his sentence says, but anyway. Anyway. Well, what is happening with this phone system? It's screwed up. It keeps resetting itself. And why is that? Because it's Telos. Because, because it's we've been doing a little telos. bit too well lately. We've, everything has been going a little bit too smoothly, and I can actually hear the callers. We've actually have been getting some, which we had many today, but they're not staying on there because the phone is effed up. Because it's the QAMF and what. Well, anyway, I'll take the time just to read some of this crap from the ADA, Good. the American Decency Association. Victoria's Secret softcore and porn special by Bill Johnson, as in Don't Be Touching Your Johnson. ADA received a number of phone calls and emails alerting us to Victoria's Secret highly publicized fashion show November 15, which, of course, was moved ahead till Wednesday, but I guess it's not in here. This is earlier. I had a chance to review the tape. I can only once again say how concerning it is that more and more toxic images, eroticism, permeate our airwaves. Many young men and women in their teens and 20s are surrounded by such uninvited and invited displays of images portrayed as normal yet laden with ingredients that subtly undermines the very roots of their morality. And I would be letting many off the hook to suggest if this is true only for the young. Clearly, this is not just a problem for the adolescent. At ADA, we unashamedly believe in boycotts. Victoria's Secret has been on our boycott list for several years. There are naysayers. There are always naysayers. Some say boycotting a company that merely sells lingerie is silly. Victoria's Secret Fashion Show merely affirms the reason why we targeted them as a business that should be avoided. They aggressively use eroticism to market their product. Angle, ADA's administrative assistant, shared with her middle school-aged daughter our concern with Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Her daughter responded that it was viewed by numbers of kids in the middle school, 12, 12 13, and 14-year-olds. Oh, my God. So what harm is there in such a one-hour special airing at 9 p.m. on a weeknight, you ask? Let me count the ways, he says. And he's got a list. Of three. Then he's got a list of action needed with all these addresses. The Disney Corporation, Stephen Bornstein, yada, yada. Of course, the Disney Corporation didn't air it this last time. It was CBS. Phillips Electronics, North American Corporation, et cetera, and so on. Let us count the ways. One, with cameras focusing closely on bouncing, protruding breasts and cleavages, isn't it somewhat of a no-brainer? Huh? When you've got those cameras zooming in there on bouncing, protruding boobies, isn't that like, uh, doesn't it tell you right off the bat? Yeah, that tells me to, something. To, to men, watch. to men, how many of us have once upon a time struggled with lust, self-pleasuring, masturbation, leering? How many have been addicted <laughs> to pornography and or sex? How many of us have grown dissatisfied with our mates as we have compared our wives to look of some hot model? In growing dissatisfied, how many have had adulterous affairs in thought and in reality? Even if you're thinking about it, see? Even if you're looking at Britney on there on that Pepsi spot and you thought about it, you're an evildoer. To women, how many young ladies, even young girls aged 10 and even younger, have compared themselves to the eroticized looks of models like those who strutted across the stage for Victoria's Secret? And as you've compared yourself in the eyes, you come up short. Yeah, I can say that. How many of you have tried to recreate yourself so that somehow you'd be sexy, sexual? The insecurities and inadequacies that emanate from such comparison must be incredible. 
How many young women inadvertently learn to sell themselves short and in the process sell, settle for much less than they should, like maybe only 40 bucks? If a man ogles them, they think it's love and fall into a pattern of premarital sex to please a man who doesn't really love them but certainly enjoys sex. How many foolishly have believed that they were loved when they were merely sex toys for a season? And it goes on. There's more. To be continued. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. Friday, you bastards. Watching Dwight Lauderdale Talking about how bums are stealing 95 guard rail When suddenly with a bulletin to dish up Onto the screen came his partner Ann Bishop She said this just in to Eyewitness News It's Governor Martinez and the two live crew Oi. We'll have more details coming up at 5.30 He pulled them from the stores cause they so dirty Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Bob had heard the album, and he was appalled. He said, thank you, Janet Reno. I'm glad that you called. We've got to take a stand against this dirty rhyme. Besides, it's really close to election time. His Broward judge friend said, I will not fail ya. We'll censor any mention of genitalia. They're selling sex to kids going through puberty. The two live crew, yeah, they so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. He kicked crap a butt to show he had guts. Though most of the people said, this guy is a putz. He rid the land of that noise pollution. Even though it went against the Constitution. And what did Luke do during all of this job? Sold 10,000 more copies at $12.95. He bought a brand new Mercedes. It's really pretty driving it to the bank. Cause he's so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. 1003 at 560. Man, the power of this show, you know, it, no. it is incredible. Take a look at that phone, man. That bears out just what I was saying, doesn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sitting here getting all whipped up and screaming, but, you know, it's... It kills some good time. 141 votes on the poll. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? 141 votes. 89 say if you're offended by any show, change the effing channel, stupid. 23 say, hell no, I want to see much more. 21 said, too much violence, not enough sex. Yes, it needs to be stopped, 7. And no, just about the right amount, none. Nobody said that. Just like the number of calls we got, zero. Oh! 26 and a half years for this. And like I said to the caller the other day, and you can believe it or not, I really don't give a crap because it's the truth. It's only for the money. That's the only reward doing this show in South Florida. Oh, no, only, you wouldn't, though. You wouldn't only for it. the money. <laughs> yeah. You need that outlet. Yeah. I got an outlet for you, okay? Rectum. And here's what's coming for you. 
Not a single call on that board. When they come to take all your asses away, okay, I'll be in Amsterdam. Al-Qaeda leader Abu al-Nashiri, the network's chief of operations in the Persian Gulf, has been captured. There was some good news yesterday, finally, according to U.S. government officials. Al-Nashiri, a suspected mastermind of the destroyer USS Cool bombing in October 2000, was captured in an undisclosed country earlier this month, days ago, I think it was 13 days ago, they said, and it is in U.S. custody. He's the highest-ranking Al-Qaeda operative captured since the CIA, FBI, and Pakistani authorities captured bin Laden's operations chief Abu Zubaydah in uh, Pakistan in March. U.S. officials had recently said a senior Al-Qaeda leader had been caught, but they declined to identify him. On Sunday, Homeland Security Director Tom Ridge said the leader was providing information to his interrogators. He was spilling the old <laughs> beans. Al-Nashiri suspected a number of other Al-Qaeda terrorist plots, including the 1998 East African Embassy bombings. One of the suicide bombers is the attack on the Nairobi Embassy known as uh, Azam is believed to have been his cousin. Al-Nashiri is said to be either Saudi or Yemeni. How do you like that? Young Americans get D in geography. I'm going to read this again just to make me feel better, even though maybe nobody in the audience wants to hear it again. I want you to listen on every word, okay? And if the foo fits, bear it. That's my comment to you. It, it just, it, it's disgusting. It's deflating. It's pathetic. It's sad. Just like the story I had yesterday about the failing grades, the worst, the, uh, the worst graduation rate of high schools anywhere in the country in South Florida, in the state of Florida, and uh, oh, we re-elected Jeb. He's doing such a good job. He's the education governor. Huh? All they have to do is raise the specter of uh, taxes, of having to pay in another diamond tax in a state that's got no state income tax in the first place, and that's all you have to do. Just make up a story and lie to the public, and that, that's what it takes. Young Americans may soon have to fight a war in Iraq, but most of them can't even find that country on a map, the National Geographic Society said Wednesday. The survey points to increasing geographic illiteracy, reports CBS News correspondent Peter Mayer. On a world map, young Americans could only find seven of 16 countries on a quiz. Many could not pinpoint specific states. Only about one in seven... 13% of Americans between the ages of 18 and 24, the prime age for military warriors, could find Iraq. The score was the same for Iran, an Iraqi neighbor. Maybe that's because it's so small. Although the majority, 58% of the young Americans surveyed, knew that the Taliban and Al-Qaeda were based in Afghanistan, only 17% could find that country on a world map. Another small one. A U.S.-led force attacked the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, it goes on to say. We were quite stunned to find out that these people didn't know where Iraq was, Terry Garcia of National Geographic magazine told CBS radio station WBZ. It demonstrated to us not only a lack of basic geographic skills, but also a disengagement, a turning inward, almost an isolationist tendency. Those results are stunning and in many ways discouraging, just like this show is to me, discouraging. National Geographic Society President John Fahey told a Washington news conference, calling it an apparent retreat by young people from a global society in an era that doesn't allow such a luxury. While 9-11 may have changed many things, it hasn't changed the insularity of our young people, he said. The survey asked 56 geographic and current events questions of young people in nine countries and scored the results with traditional grades. The surveyed Americans got a D with an average of 23 correct answers. Mexico ranked last with an average score of 21, just three points from a failing grade. Topping the scoring was Sweden with an average of 40, followed by Germany and Italy, each with 38. None of the countries got an A, which required average scores of 42 or answers or better on the 56 questions asked. National Geographic is convening an international panel of policymakers and business and media leaders to find ways to improve geographic education and to encourage interest in world affairs, the society said. Cultural and media influences get the blame and the credit for geographical knowledge. Young people are more likely to locate CBS Survivor Island than can find Afghanistan, Iraq, or New Jersey. 
experts reaching new teaching, uh, researching new teaching methods say it could take years to close the knowledge gap. Years. Like about 100. The survivor show's location was the Marquesas Islands in the eastern South Pacific, it says, as if we care. Other findings from the survey, and this, this is the part that's just enough to make you throw your arms in the air, just like me with this show. You just throw your arms up in the air and say, to hell with it, you know? F it. Don't you just like feel that way uh, every now and then? All the time. Well, what's the point? What's the use trying to break through to the goddamn uh, masses out there? Well, what's what's the point? Might as well be sitting here talking to myself, rubbing my big toe. The hell with it. Exactly. Other findings from the survey. When asked to find ten specific state states on a map of the U.S., only California and Texas could be located by a large majority of those surveyed. Both states were correctly located by 89% of the participants. Only 51% could find New York, the nation's third most popular state, and one of the biggest and most uniquely shaped states right there on that map. On a world map, Americans could find an average of only 7 of 16 countries in the quiz, only 89%. Only This, this is the part that's enough to make you want to lie down on the floor... And just stick your head up your ass. Lay down on the floor and just do a little calisthenics and stick your head deep inside your Rectum. ass. Only 89% of the American survey could find their own country on the map. Oy. Probably because it's so small, you know? Right. Probably because it looks more like, you know, a lot like France and Sweden. Mexico. Peru. And it's not like, you know, in a conspicuous location either. No. In the world map test, Swedes could find an average of 13 of the 16 countries. Germans and Italians were next with an average of 12 each. Only 71, only 71 percent of the surveyed Americans could locate on the map the Pacific Ocean, the world's largest body of water, <laughs> probably because it's so inconspicuous. Worldwide, three in ten of those surveyed couldn't correctly locate the Pacific Ocean. Although 81% of the surveyed Americans knew that the Middle East is the Earth's largest oil exporter, only 24% could find Saudi Arabia on a map. And like I said yesterday, probably because it's so tiny. Yes. And it's got such a, uh, you know, nondescript shape. And it's lost in there all among all those other countries. Yeah, that they don't know. The international survey was conducted for the National Geographic by Roper ASW. The results are based on face-to-face -face interviews. Face-to-face, -face, oh boy, talk about hiding your puss. With at least 300 men and women aged 18 to 24 in Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Mexico, Sweden, Britain, and the U.S. of A. The United States of Asininity. The questionnaires were in the local language, but the content was all the same. I'm saving this for posterity. I'm going to wipe my Rectum. with it, is what I'm going to do. Only 89% of these 18 to 24-year-olds in the U.S. could find the United States on the map. Wow. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQAM. Thanksgiving's coming next Thursday. Everyone's going to be flocking home to be together again. Can we say flocking? No. They're going to be gathering. Gather around the table with delicious homemade food and family traditions. After all, it's not the turkey that makes the meal special. It's the people. Getting ready for the hungry guests can be a real pain in the arse, especially if they're going to be staying overnight. If you're having a houseful for Thanksgiving, let Donna Mattress make your holiday preparations a little bit easier. Now's the time to call them at 1-800-MATTRESS and get that new mattress in before the house guests get there. If they already told you that they're coming, or even if you don't hear from them until the night before, makes no difference because Donna Mattress can deliver a top-quality Sealy, Serta, Simmons, or King Coil mattress the same day you'll be calling them. I've been sleeping on a Donna Mattress for years, and look how lovely I look. 
Call Vital Mattress right now at 1-800-MATTRESS and talk turkey with a betting consultant to choose from the very best mattresses at even better prices. Rest easy this Thanksgiving. It's coming soon, baby, next Thursday, knowing that everybody's sleeping comfortably. Get ready for the holidays right now. Do it this weekend by calling 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for Dial a Mattress. And be sure and tell them that old Neil and fat boy told you to call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Brand name bed, same day service. Call them now and be sleeping like a baby tonight. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Come on, baby. Come play with these titties. She's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Swinging tree to tree, we scream and squawk and shout. No responsibilities, that's what we're all about. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We don't do anything we're told because we don't know how. Don't brush our teeth, don't comb our hair, we don't even wear clothes. We We're not well mannered, well behaved, we just love to drop trowel. We'll do some tricks, we'll make you laugh until we are bad. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you all turn red. <laughs> I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly and we like it, and we've heard the things you said. So don't come with Oh, you are just say that I train monkeys every once in a while. I forget, you know, what it's all about. I get all whipped up into a frenzy, and then I say, eh, when's that check coming? A couple of days, I think, Monday. Isn't Monday payday? Tuesday, I think. Tuesday? What day is the 25th? Monday. Oh, no, it is Monday. You know, you better start learning about your paydays, mister, because as much as you're making, uh, oh, <laughs> you had to stretch it out till Tuesday. Forget about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting into consideration how long it'll take for the check to clear. Yeah. In your case? Well. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Why couldn't there be somebody on the air somewhere? It ain't going to be me, that's for damn sure. Why couldn't there be somebody on the air who, uh, you know, who to counter the Rush Limbaugh's and the Gordon Liddy's and the uh, Ali North's and all of these other right-wing assholes, huh? Why can't there be somewhere with a voice to say enough with it already, all you goody-two-shoes, Bible-thumping assholes, if that's the way you want to live your lives, fine. But don't keep trying to force it down everybody else's throat. Don't keep trying to dictate to everybody else how to live their freaking lives, what to watch and what to think. That's what America was supposed to be all about. But not in their America. Their America is we're all supposed to think like them. No, I, I take that back. We all have to think like them, not supposed to. Right. Musta. No one. Pass the musta. And I should have known for that. Haven't I said every day since we started taking calls again, the first call is usually a pretty good barometer. Haven't we done that? Sets right. the tone. Now, what was that? Which crazy broad was it today? The ditzy was, broad. That was the ditzy broad? Yeah, Mel, the Get ditzy broad. Get out of here. Go away. Get yourself some help. Go back in the rubber room. Don't show Gilbert. you where it is. Huh? That's Gilbert's girlfriend. Oh, no. 
What did I tell you about talk radio? About the callers. <laughs> well, we time? want the callers. The callers are what it's all about, Neil. Look what's happened. Look at all the tremendous response you're getting now. Now that you're back with the calls again, quit reading them bedtime stories. Okay. I don't really give a flying crap. You're, you're going to see some real changes made, mister. Just like Eric up there in Orlando, he's going to see some changes, too, on that website. Instead of having the, the blandest, the most the lame-ass website that anybody in the, on the air in the world has got. Carlos is going to start uh, interfering, I mean, getting involved. We're going to have some links on there, going to spice that up. I mean, Jesus, I look at guys that are like on a five-watt station in Portland, Maine somewhere, and they've got a more elaborate, more exciting website that it gives people more reason to, like, hop on it, okay? It's more money in his pocket, isn't it, for more meals? Isn't that what that means? Mm, links. Here's a la lady in Hollywood. Hello. I do like my links. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I've been listening to your show. I'm very nervous because I never called you before. But Me I am too. I'm, I'm nervous too. But anyway, I just wanted to give you my perspective on the Victoria's Secret uh, show. Yeah. Uh, I shop in Victoria's Secret. I'm in my late 40s, but I am a Victoria's Secret shopper, and so are my daughters. I thought the mm -hmm. show was great. I see more nudity on the beach. It doesn't offend me. I've been traveled all over the world. Right. And I think the whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, they walk around more naked on Hollywood and Beach and, and South Beach. I thought the show was fun, and I, I like it. And I wear those type of things. And uh, I think anybody who's offended needs a lobotomy. I mean, something is terribly wrong with what's going on with people nowadays. And I just wanted to let you know that there are people out there, women, who don't feel offended and and uh, enjoy your show and uh i think you're great anyway and, I and i'm glad that you're doing what you're doing because what's going on is is so pathetic right now well, so i just for, wanted you to uh, know okay thanks okay have a great weekend thank you so much Bye -bye. see she was a very nice lady she's a little bit nervous but nevertheless and she shops at Victoria's Secret, and she's not like some teenager. She's not some pervert. She's a nice lady that's got daughters, and they shop at Victoria's Secret, okay? And they buy lingerie, and they do this, and they do that, and they might even have sex Oy. once in a while. Everything is dirty. Everything is evil. This whole business, like I made that list the other day, you know? In fact, I think I saved that here somewhere. Yeah, here it is. Those right-wingers, what were the people who control America today, both the government and the mentality of it. They love guns, God, fetuses, and Republicans. They hate fags, women, Democrats, abortions, and sex. Unless they're the ones having it and enjoying it. But other than that, they hate it. Nudity. Evil. It's dirty. It's filthy. And how many times have I asked the question about what is it about a nipple that makes that like... I mean, you see guys on there all the time with their shirts off, thank the Lord. I mean, we see that. Right. Bathing suits. Anybody screaming about, oh, we saw that guy's nipple and it was erect for him, as a matter of fact. Uh, why is it that a woman's nipple somehow is so much more inflammatory to the FCC and the religious right, wrong? I'm not going to call them the religious right anymore, the religious wrong. Because something comes out of it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, something comes out of your mouth, too, but that don't mean we don't stop uh, looking at it. Something comes out of your nose, huh? Yeah. Are we, are we afraid to see people's noses on the air? <laughs> I don't think so. Something comes out of there. Well, some noses are quite uh, pornographic looking. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Clinton's came real close. In fact, you know something? I wouldn't be surprised if these right wingers, if uh, Jimmy Durante came back right. today, they probably. And how about the, what's his w. name? C. Jose Fields. Ferrer. 
and W. You try, to, you try to show Cyrano de Bergerac oh. on there again. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> chop his ass. And how about Pinocchio, huh? Right, it grows. Remember they kept showing Bubba there, and his nose kept growing. And quite frankly, I actually saw right. that. I mean, it, it yeah, grew his some. nose was growing. That's what Monica said. It kept growing and getting bigger. <laughs> and... Wow. I just I just I, it's just so frustrating to me. And for example, here. What's the legal age to buy cigarettes? 19. What's the legal age for young people to drink? 19 here in Canada. What's the legal age for people to have uh, uh, consensual sex? 14, which I think is a little bit too young, but it's 14 because they're not all tightened or whipped up to a frenzy that everything is dirty and evil, and they actually educate people about these things. But not in America, baby. Keep everybody ignorant and in the dark ages, and then we'll clean things up. <laughs> not... Not it's just like the thing with prostitution because if we if we legalize if we legalize prostitution and clean it up <clears throat> like they do in Holland for example and in most other European countries where it's not really a crime then we won't have so much venereal disease going on we won't we won't have all these these uh, the device squads won't have all the uh, easy picking like shooting fish in a barrel games that they play with all the uh, phony with the decoy Johns and all this other crap that goes on that's been going on since the beginning of recorded time. Whether it's putting somebody in jail for 20 years for pot or any other innocuous crap, that's America for it. That's what it's become. It's an ugly thing, baby. It's, it's, uh, I hate to say that, but it's a really ugly thing. And you're not supposed to say that because immediately you're painted into a corner as being unpatriotic and uh, an evildoer and all this other crap. God forbid anybody should have the balls to tell the truth in the U.S. today. And after watching that thing on biography last night about Jews in Hollywood and the McCarthy, the uh, House Un-American Activities Committee, those hearings, the disgrace. And guess who was sitting on that committee, by the way, on the HUAC? There was Nixon. Yeah, there was Dick <laughs> yeah. with that smug look on his puss, who got elected by running against Helen Gahig in Douglas in California, calling her the pink lady. The pink lady, <laughs> as in Tommy Pinko, you know the rest of it. Right. The pink lady. I got a pink lady for you, Dick. Here's a Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Uh, okay. Neil, uh, I guess we have 11% of retards running around that can't find our own country on the map. Can't, now, what would you do with somebody like that? Don't you think those people need to be separated, like uh, put in an institution somewhere? I don't know. It's, just, it's pretty scary, pretty crazy, I think, that 11% of our population can't find our freaking country. It's sick. Keep in mind, um, 18 to 24-year-olds, 18 to 24. We're not talking about people 100 years old who are like senile and have Alzheimer's and dementia or whatever who have an excuse. Yeah, 18 you know to what? 24 in the prime of their lives. We have 11% schwarzes. Maybe schwarzes. Okay, great. 197 votes. You know, I was just mentioning about that thing, the Jews in Hollywood, and then we had that call. Perfect. Yeah. What did you think of him? 197 votes. Does TV talk to, uh, to show too much nudity and indecent material? 124. If you're offended by any show, change the effing channel, stupid. Hell no, I want to see much more. 35. Too much violence, not enough sex. 27. Yes, it needs to be stopped. 7. And no, just about the right amount, the uh, correct amount. Three. We got three happy campers out there. Friday, you bastard. By the way, Moses, if you're listening, stay out of that studio. We're going to have Daddy break your legs. You pop out on the scene, make the girls scream, skin that supple and fine. Never touch a 
from somebody in Lakeland, no less. It's his resident nose picker. <laughs> Thanks for your honesty, Glenn. Says, I was listening to your reading of the National Geographic article about the story of the uh, sorry state of education we have in this country with respect to geography. As you know, the same situation exists with history. Absolutely correct, sir. My son was a history major and teaches that subject in Texas, also coaches football and basketball. Most history teachers, however, are phys ed majors who coach and just happen to teach history. And you know something? When I went to high school, now that he mentions that, uh, uh, Bill Newkirk, I think, was our history teacher, and he was also a football, uh, some kind of coach. As it so happens... Yes. In high school, our yes. history and civics teacher, the well, football coach. coach. Huh. Uh-huh. How about you, Carlos? No. Oh, Carlos never went to school. I forgot. <laughs> our children cannot tell you who the vice president or secretary of state are, let alone how many senators there are. We're laughingstock in the universe when it comes to education. Don't you remember that guy I called uh, last week and was telling me about uh, Colin Powell was secretary of the United States? Right. <laughs> oh. What's the point? I'm not going to get all upset about it because, uh, like I told you yesterday, the country's lost. It's not a very uplifting message, but it's true. These people are, uh, they're just really, they're doing it. They're doing it. And the rest of you, you're sitting back, eh, you know, what am I going to do? Who cares? Who gives a crap? What's it to get excited about? Exactly. Don't forget, join George tomorrow. Get excited about that. Get off your dead ass. Go out and see little George. Make him feel like somebody likes him out there. See him from 11 to 1 at the Singular Wireless in Aventura, 20335 Biscayne Boulevard. Stop by to win prizes, register to win upfront tickets to the upcoming, and some, some upcoming Panthers hockey game. You can have free tickets to any Panthers game is what it really boils down to. Sorry to say that, but that's basically the way it is. You want $20 tickets? Ah, 10 bucks. You want free tickets? Show us a driver's license, you know. Very, very sad. You notice how many calls I had about Joe Zagaki and Don Bailey Jr. and their uh, psychotic, their unacceptable uh, job on those Zuracoon games? I mean, I don't want to spend a lot of time ripping poor Joe, but good golly. I mean, get it under control, mister, okay? Out of control, psychotic, hysterical. Find a happy medium. Get a Mickey Dane's phone number. Here's Davey. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Oh, geez. I forgot why I called. Anyway, I was uh, 11% of the people that didn't know where any, uh, some of the places were in the United States. They didn't know where the United, no, no, they didn't know where the United States was on the map. Well, I bet a hundred percent of the people around the world know where Florida is. Yeah. Well, and what, what does that, what does that mean? That everybody knows where Florida is, because everybody ends up here. But anyway. Monday's payday. Yep. I'm just gonna keep saying that to myself. Monday's payday. Just so I remember to keep coming back. Well, I don't have to come back. I just roll out of the bedroom into the, into the studio. <laughs> right. Come over. Thank goodness. Now, this story here, which somebody called about yesterday from the Scum Sentinel, this is like David Duke being appointed to a panel about racial diversity. <laughs> Two appointees oppose gay contract. I'd like to know who the hell this Marty Rubenstein is. 
this is a guy with a wise-ass sense of humor or something. The newest members appointed this week to the Broward School Board's Diversity Committee are two of the staunchest foes of the school district contract with Glisten, a gay tolerance organization. Margaret Hostetler, the highest-profile critic of the contract, was appointed by at-large board member Darla Carter, while conservative radio talk show host Steve Kane was appointed by newly elected District 6 board member Marty Rubenstein. You ready for that? Yeah, I heard it. And it's just um, mind-boggling. Mr. Ego, a guy who you could fit his whole audience into a small broom closet. Just tell me what your problem is. Most board members who supported the contract with the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network are standing firm, but insiders think the appointment show the contract, which calls for Glisten to help train teachers to recognize anti-gay harassment, may be re-examined. Hostetter, who lost to Rubenstein in the primary vote yesterday to continue fighting Glisten, as well as the district's policy prohibiting discrimination against homosexuals. My goal has been from the first to have the school board remove the word sexual orientation from its policy, which is based on the false premise that homosexuality is genetically or biologically determined, Hostetter said. The diversity committee advises the board on issues that range from diversifying the teaching staff to ensuring that predominantly minority schools offer the same quality of education. One mission is to promote tolerance of differences that led the committee to support the Glisten Agreement. Susan Silverberg, chairwoman of the diversity committee, said she feared Rubenstein's appointment shows his opposition to the Glisten contract and its mission to reduce harassment. I don't know Rubenstein, didn't know him before the election, but knowing what he did tells me all I need to know. Honestly, that appointment speaks volumes, she said. The school board voted 6-3 in April to formalize the arrangement with Glisten to help teachers to recognize anti-gay harassment so they can help students cope with it. Carter, who can be reached for comment, has said it unfairly gives special rights to one group, and she campaigned for re-election attacking the deal. But Rubenstein said he'd not seen enough of the agreement's details to have an informed opinion. He advised not to read too much into his choice of Kane, saying he simply wanted more diversity on the diversity <laughs> committee. Right. Kane himself quipped, they seem to have mastered racial and sexual diversity, but they don't seem to have mastered political diversity. That shows a lack of familiarity with the committee, Silverberg said. We've had votes and discussions where people disagree vehemently with each other. Rubenstein said he chose his longtime acquaintance. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Rubenstein said he chose his longtime acquaintance in part because of Kane's understanding of diversity as a parent of three adopted African-American children. We are a multi-ethnic, multilingual society, ought to be rejoicing in our diversity, but we should be learning how to come together and not be driving a wedge between people, Rubenstein said. Well, I hope that when you cast your vote, Marty Rubenstein, you keep that in mind, as opposed to you being a butt-sucker of Mr. Ego, okay, with an audience you could fit in a teacup and have room for your fat ass left over, whoever the hell you are. How do you like that? One of his cronies in there. Hmm. Pathetic. Why you got those lines on hold? Is there any special the, uh, computer isn't uh, working right now. What are you saying? Well, at least get them off of there. It's very disconcerting to sit here and look at that well, thing. Well, I mean, they're The computer is not working, so the phone is screwed up again? No, no, the phone is working, just the computer, the keyboard, nothing. Uh, he can't uh, write anything on the screen. Yeah. Can he put them on hold? That's what he was doing. Okay. That's what that symbol Well, we got so many call on there right now. At least we did. We had that Daytona Beach on air, on hold. Is it still there? You know something? I, I When I got up this morning, I thought to myself, I should just lay here till at least noon. But I think it's know? working now. Here's a call from Daytona. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I promised to do better than the old geezer to call a few minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> just It's funny. I tuned a little bit ago, and I heard you talking about the, um, the sad state of affairs of the country here with people and reading maps and all that. I just drove down to Miami a couple of days ago and watched Bowie for Columbine. 
And if that doesn't give you a heck of an insight on, on American culture and how we compare to some of the others out there, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know what does. It's just it's a scary thing to look at the way we you know live here in this country. I got to find out where I can go see that. In fact, uh, maybe it's still showing here somewhere because they, as you know, they filmed it up here. Yeah, it's uh well yeah. Unfortunately, I had a heck of a time. I had to drive all the way to Miami to watch it, but it was well worth the drive. Uh, I mean, it's as you know, it's limited viewing uh, or showings, whatever. Uh, but it was amazing. Um, just the overall concept that Americans seem to think that this is the only way we can you can live in the world. How, how many years have I been saying that? The American public is brainwashed in believing that the kind of violence and repression and insanity that goes on in America is the way life is supposed to be and the way the whole free world really operates, and they're full of crap. What, one of the interesting things which I didn't realize is, according to Moore, there are quite a bit of guns up there in Canada, which I thought it was sort of a gun-free country. However, well, they come across the border, you know. Yeah, they come across, but yet you don't have all the shootings we have down here. No, we don't. We don't have anywhere near the number of guns. There are 200 million guns in America. And, and there's a, well, and there's also a segment where he walks around. I forget if it's Toronto or where, and he opens. He just walks up the doors of houses and able to open the door. Yeah, but that was here in Toronto, right? It was in Toronto. It's yeah, a, it's amazing, and, and so you know, it goes back, I think, to this whole American mentality. Of you know the way we present things is not the way it really is in a lot of ways. He made he he showed a clip about the uh, different news outlets and the way American outlets really portray all the news here in the states. And sure mm-hmm. enough, I put on Fox this morning and it was just amazing the stuff they were putting on there. And, the way and you still and you're still alive after seeing that, huh? Well, there was so much spin on, on you know Fox broadcast. I took all spin all day. Well, you have to take a drive of me just to you know to recover from it. So well, good luck to you, it's pal. I'll see you right at the border. Yeah, I'll see you up there. Okay. Bye-bye. 19 till 11 at 560 WQM. What's on the agenda today? Jim Mandich at 1, as usual. Uh, Hank Goldberg at 3. The Humpers got the Dave Wan statue, of course, because it's Friday at 530. You got uh, 7 to 830 Hooters College football preview with Josh Darrow, the hysterical Josie and Donnie Bailey Jr. Good guys, but boy. Calm it down. Tone it down just a little bit, guys. Hysterical. Chitko Panther preview at 8.30. The Panthers at the Coyotes in Phoenix at 9. Eddie K after the hockey game and the unctuous ESPN radio overnight. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Friday, you bastards. Number one movie and number one soundtrack. Skinny white kid who thinks that his skin is black. Snapping and rapping and talking his smack. He gets more booty than the whole rat pack. Raising a trailer in the Motor City. Doesn't like Moby Boy bands or P. Diddy. And it's no secret, it's easy to see. Eminem hates his wife and his mommy. He's feuding with Christina Aguilera, speaking in riddles just like Yogi Berra. He's hot from New York to Minnesota. Welcome to the Marshall Matters era. Tattoo wearing, lots of swearing, Hollywood bad boy. When will he sell out? How long do you think before he joins? Insane. Yeah, at least he don't have a broken foot anyway. Now, what are you, I don't understand. Why are you faxing me? Oh, this Adam, man. Is there this Skippy? Skippy. Skippy. Skippy sending us new copy. Read Mark the instructions that carefully, by the way. It's a little complicated. 1125 through the 28, 1122 only. Oh, my God. See, this, uh, that's, that's not right. <laughs> that's not the way we do it around here, Skippy, okay? Have somebody draw you a diaphragm. He's one of those people who wouldn't have any idea not only where Florida is on a map, but, uh, Uranus. He'd have no clue, Skippy. He's one of our great sales holes oh! at QAM, and he fits right in like a rubber glove. 
Somebody faxes me this thing, uh, uh, Lardass Limbaugh. Yeah. Responding to Tom Daschle again, he says, These leftist anti-SUV environmental wackos ask, What would Jesus drive? Well, I'm answering the question, Who would Jesus listen to? Rush Limbaugh on the Excellence in Broadcasting Network. Oh, man. If you look up the expression pompous ass in the dictionary, there's Limbaugh's picture right next to it. Look, da 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 Very sad. That's what's controlling America these days. Not your Messiah's Oldsmobile, speaking of that story. This is the one I was talking about before that I couldn't find. It says, here's a question facing the nation these days. What would Jesus drive? Insert your wisecrack. Here it says. But snicker not, a group called the Evangelical Environmental Network is getting a lot of press for a campaign devoted to the proposition that Jesus would certainly not drive an SUV because Jesus would want to protect the environment. Amen. We think he is Lord of our transportation choices as well as other choices, said Jim Bale, an American Baptist minister who's director of the group. When you need a new car, you should buy the most fuel-efficient one that truly meets your needs. The Green Jesus Group has even purchased TV ads this month in North Carolina, Iowa, Indiana, and Missouri, urging car buyers to curb their gas-guzzling ways with the question, so if we love our neighbor and we cherish God's creation, maybe we should ask, what would Jesus drive? This is not just a Christian fundamentalist fringe movement. This week in Detroit, the Interfaith Climate and uh, Energy Campaign met with GM and Ford to spread a message of ecumenical environmentalism. Korean Presbyterians, Jews, and Mennonites were represented. Which leads to certain obvious questions. What would Moses drive? Oh, Jukanu. What would Mohammed drive? Buddha. Confucius. Makes you think, right? This is written by Dick Meyer, CBS News. I don't see why the what would a messiah or founder of a religion think technique for political knowledge should be limited to questions of vehicle choice. What would Jesus think of a reduction in the capital gains tax? How about Lao Tse on gun control? Moses on secondhand smoke? Krishna on securities regulation? Mary Baker Eddy on national health insurance? This could be a powerful marketing device as well. Jesus loves Coke, not Pepsi. Christian opponents of Road Rage are selling HWJD t-shirts. How would Jesus drive? The WWJD movement seems to have struck a chord, even if it strikes some dumb. Everyone is doing a story on the Detroit-Bethlehem connection. CNN has covered the debate especially vigorously. The highlight was Reverend Jerry Falwell declaring that global warming is a big myth, and he could care less what Jesus would drive. See, that's why Flush is also poo-pooing this. It's not part of that ultra-right-wing agenda. It's anti-big business. The Internet, as usual, has been on the WWJD movement for quite some time now. Webb Weisenheimers have been circulating answers to WWJD question. One theory is that Jesus would tool around in an old Plymouth because the Bible says God drove Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden in a fury. <laughs> Good one. But in Psalm 83, the Almighty clearly owns a Pontiac and a Geo. The passage urges the Lord to pursue your enemies with your tempest and terrify them with your storm. <laughs> The issue has been thoroughly discussed in online bulletin boards. A sampling from a site, uh, Therent, uh, what, what, I can't even read the site. This world has been falling apart and dying ever since Adam and Eve sinned for the first time, so there's nothing a bunch of tree-hugging animal rights activists, vegetarian, SUV-hating wackos can do to make the condition of this planet any better. As a Catholic, I'm offended that they're hiding behind religion slash Christ to promote a communist and socialist agenda. Shame. It's like Muslims hijacking Islam to become terrorists. How do you like that? <laughs> I, did, I didn't realize the what would Jesus drive thing was such a big uh, tennis. Yeah, the, the rush thing uh, blasted all over the place. Fellow Christians and non-Christians, don't fall prey to this attempt at inciting feelings of guilt for your personal choices. This is all about power and usurping your personal freedoms. The Lord gave man dominion over the earth, and he also gave us the wisdom to manage it responsibly, which he'll do without the meddling of a power-hungry government and misguided environmentalists. 
It pains me to report, this is going back to what the Dick Meyer says, it pains me to report some of these remarks because I'm a card-carrying SUV hater. Part of me wishes them well, just like my secret appreciation for the zealots who run around putting environmental tickets on SUV windshields. Indeed, before I was aware of the WWJD movement, I wrote a column calling SUVs the vehicles of Satan. I think an alliance between religious people and environmentalists would be very nice. But I don't much appreciate it when somebody argues that Jesus would ban abortions. And though I favor capital punishment, I don't think Bible-based arguments have a place in that debate either. Whether it's TV preachers, book-writing rabbis, or crusading imams, I'm not a big fan of the God-is-on-our-side crowd. Using messiahs to score political points is a bit tacky, too. That doesn't mean, however, that we shouldn't get rid of SUVs immediately. Dick Meyer, veteran political and investigative reporter for CBS News. Not too bad. Makes a point or two, or three. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T line. 248 votes on that pool. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? in the wake of the big hubbub, and the FCC commissioners getting all worked up into a frenzy about Victoria's Secret because they got 300 very uh, well-organized emails from a bunch of goody, two-shoe, uh, bobble-flapping assholes. If you're offended by any show, change the effing channel, stupid. 155. 61.5% of this audience said that so far. Hell no, I want to see much more, 50. Too much violence, not enough sex, 32. Yes, it needs to be stopped, 11. No, just about the right amount, 3. 3 are getting just enough. Here's Boca. Hello. Boca. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to make two quick points. I was listening with interest in what you said about how many school kids and people in general can't find Iraq on the map. And, you know, it's upsetting, but, you know, it's really no big deal because three or four months from now, Iraq won't be on the map. Yeah. Now, the other point I wanted to make was I yes, had... I hope it's a lot better than that one, yeah. Well, listen, some go over, some don't. Uh, I heard what you said about you doing this only for the money. And I disagree with you on that because... Well, I... well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you proceed, let me just say this. How can you disagree with me? That's like telling me what I think. It's like it's no. like the guy that goes to the doctor and says, Hey, Doc, how do I feel? I'm not telling you what you think, but I'm, t I'm saying what you say in the air I don't think represents the real you. Because I listened to... Uh, one of the guys I listened to was Michael Savage. And a guy called him in the other... Uh, called him his show the other night. And he says, Michael, one of the things I really like about you is that you're exactly the same off the air as you are on the air, because I've met you and I know the way you like. He said, unlike Neil Rogers. He said, Neil, Neil rants and raves on the radio, but off the air, he's the nicest, sweetest guy you'd ever want to meet, and he's a totally different guy. So listening to that and the guy saying he had met you made me believe when you said you only do it for the money, I think you're a little deeper than that. Okay. Okay? Have a Have great a day. day. <laughs> okay, thanks for the suck job, but you're wrong. I mean, you're right about the fact that off the air, I am a uh, very a wonderful guy. Just ask me and I'll tell you. But as far as, I mean, you, there are no rewards in this market. There's no, there's no tremendous response. There's no feedback. There's no, uh, there's no nothing. You have to like have a hernia just to elicit any kind of response as opposed to all these right wingers who are like, look, 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 all you gotta do is make that little sound and do your little trumpet, man. And there's like 50 million people running right behind you. Yeah, whatever you say, man, we'll follow you off the edge of a cliff. Ditto. And we're not, we're not asking to follow us off the edge of a cliff just for a little response to something we're talking about. That's all. And you don't have it. You didn't have it last year. You didn't have it five years ago, two years ago. Suckers, it, it just, it's never going to happen in South Florida. Of all the places for me to be doing a talk show in South Florida, the land of the walking dead. The land of the walking dead. That's exactly what South Florida is all about. A bunch of old farts with plaid pants, bad hair pieces, colostomy bags, and bad varicose veins. That's South Florida for you. 
And I'm sitting here trying to, like, whip up the... It's just like in those old days. See, I'm, I'm reverting back to my origins again, and that's a bad mistake. I, what I did that was successful for me was getting as far away from that as possible. Giving people a few yucks, realizing that most people don't give a crap. We're not going to change anything, especially on this show, especially on this station, and especially in this market. If it's not about alien or people who won't speak English, you don't give a crap about anything down there. You couldn't give a flying crap less. And I guarantee you that we could take a hundred people out of our audience and, like, uh, put a map, put a globe of the world in front of them. They couldn't find it with both hands and a compass and a road map and their uh, toe. How do you like that? Am I wrong? No. And I'm sitting here getting whipped up to a frenzy about it. Stop it. How is it possible to be so... To, I mean, look, I don't, I'm not an intellectual. Far from it. I'm just a dumb slob, okay? Proud of it. But how can you possibly live more than, than 10, 15 years and not have some concept, some others, and not only not have it, but not want to have it? You see what I'm saying? How can your brain be that dormant that you don't have some desire to enrich it, to learn something? Every day, learn something. Ignorance is bliss, don't you know? Oh, my God. Briss, are you doing that Jew talk again? My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Friday, you bastards. Don't get a word she says. Pop in Xanax like pens. Half head a row, half les, that's Anna. A butt just like Tom DeLuise. Into a tiny dress she'll squeeze. The seams are screaming out for help, please. But hey, that's Anna. Dead billionaire in a can. Anna. <laughs> Sunday nights, what will I do? Did she have a lobotomy? Scares the holy hell out of me. Yet every week I watch Tom TV. She's got too much junk in a trunk. She's gotta be high or freaking drunk. What other reason could there be? I'll see you next year, Anna. You crazy freakazoid. Rectum. 1102 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. Mad Dog at 1, the Hopper at 3, and then we got a bunch of stuff. Sports stuff. Hurricane stuff. You got the uh, Panthers and Coyotes tonight, 9 till midnight, Eddie K, and then the overnight ESPN radio. So we're not doing transmitter maintenance or what? Uh, uh... See, I don't think that's really a very good omen for the uh, Joe and Mark guys, you know. I mean, if every Thursday night we're doing transmitter maintenance, I thought they were taking vacation like one day here and one day there for long weekends or something like that. And if we come to find out that it's transmitter maintenance after all, that's not probably a good sign. Like every night when you start coming in to do your show at 2 in the morning, oh, you're not on tonight, guys, we're doing transmitter maintenance, you know. It starts getting to be a little like a message there. School president takes leave amid allegations. The president of a Roman Catholic high school took a leave of absence Thursday after being accused of molesting a sixth-grade boy at a school more than 40 years ago. And I just noticed that the edges of this are clipped off, Boston Globe. The edges of my story are clipped off. Damn it. 
Brother Leo Labby, president of Bishop Gretna High School in Nashua, denied accusing the child in 1960 or 61 of the now closed Sacred Heart Academy in Andover, Mass. And I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stop trying to read that there because it's right, the margin is all chopped off on that. What a jackass I sometimes am, you know what? Even though I am a very nice guy. Isn't that what that guy said? All right. I'm a very nice guy. And you're Thanks for the suck job, the pal. Moment. Every now and then we can use one. A community that gives nothing back. And what also is frustrating, to be very honest with you, since I'm just leaning it all out there for you today, it's like if you're sitting in a room with ten people, like in a restaurant, you're sitting around a big table with a party of ten, okay? And you order Chateaubriand. And the waiter brings you a plate that's got a big dog turd on it, okay? All right. Now, now listen to this. I'm listening. And you say to everybody at the table, that's not Chateaubriand, that's a, that's dog crap. Oh no. No, no, it looks like Chateaubriand to us. Oh yeah, it smells like a great juicy steak to us. And yeah, you're looking at it and you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's dog crap. And believe me, I've seen my share in my life. And, and everybody at the table's like, and that's what it's like doing this show. Whether it's the God stuff, whether it's the religion or the politics stuff, whether it's anything, whether it's about freedom of expression, the FCC, no matter what it is. There it is. Can you see it? No. Do you smell it? No. Do you understand what I'm talking about? No. All these fairy tales. It's just like that guy that was uh, months ago I told you that deal with Chris Matthews there on softball on one of those university roundtables. The guy looks, I forget who the hell it was. Well, I guess it was Jesse Ventura was on there with uh, Chris Matthews, with Mr. Softball. And he says, well, this whole thing with the uh, with the uh, Al-Qaeda and with all the attacks, the terrorist attacks, it's all about religious extremism. And Chris Matthews looks at me, oh, you really think that's what it is? With that kind of perplexed look on his face? You think so? And he was serious. He was serious. Like, don't you understand, we're not allowed to even think that, much less say that. All throughout the history of mankind. That's what it's all about. My religion's better than yours. That's what it's all about. That's why everybody hates everybody else. I mean, you got racial divisions and you got, you know, gender uh, and sexual orientation, which you had to have us facts to have a new scapegoat for the right wing, thank goodness. But uh, but generally throughout history, that's not what it's where it's at. It's religion. I got the answers and you don't, and we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. My fairy tales are the right ones and you got the wrong ones, mister, and you better get with it. That's what this whole Al-Qaeda thing is with these fundamentalist Islamists. They're the crazy people. You're going to believe what we do or uh, bada-bing, that's it. Bada-bing, bada-boom. And like there's some debate about that? And how come the media is so goddamn uh, yellow-bellied and chicken-livered that they can't come right out there and say it? We ought to be having programs about that every day. And instead we got Michael Jackson's dangling his baby over the goddamn railing at a hotel in Berlin. That's what we get. That's America for you. Yeah. Don't drop it, Michael. Oi. Too late. Oh, and did you notice that both of these little kids, there was that picture with the burkas on the other day at the zoo? Yes. And did you notice that the hands of the little kids were sticking out? <laughs> yes. And the hands were very, very white. White, yes. Lily, yes. white. Yes. I just mentioned that in passing. Maybe they got that same skin disease, you know? <laughs> Here's Aventura. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, good morning. <coughs> How you doing? Okay. The uh, first of all, I like uh, um, a long time ago you said about the ice cream from Ben and Jerry's. Uh, I was wondering, first of all, if you uh, uh, have any other good foods out there, because uh, my whole family loves the. Uh, if I if I have any other good foods out there, yeah, what, what what does that mean? 
Because, well, I remember the Ben and Jerry's uh, that you uh, said a, a few months ago. Yeah. And uh, and I was wondering what the other good foods you like, because we always like your taste. You know. That's and, it. And the new... Nestle's Turtle and Ben and Jerry's, that's it. I don't like any other food. I do like my Chateaubriand, though. Yeah, no, that's good, too. Unless and it smells like dog crap. Yeah. Um, also, the news lately on the cable. What's your favorite cable news station? Because I watched Hannity and Combs last night, and uh, you said that. that uh, I, I tell you, last night I think that uh, Hannity they should put a uh, like a sheet over his head because. Yeah. It seems then, like then, he, let me ask you this: Then why right did you watch it? Hannity. Then why did you watch it? Well, you know, I, I like uh, uh, sometimes I like Bill O'Reilly, but you said you. You like, I think, Fox or... or no, uh, no, I didn't say I like Fox. Fox is, Fox is the fascist news network. So is this a serious call? Yes. Is this a serious conversation? And you said that I like Fox? No, no, I'm sorry. You said I think you like MSNBC. That is correct. Well, uh, well if you look at Pat Buchanan, he looks like the head of Hannity. Yeah. He looks like the head of Hannity. I got news for you. Pat Buchanan, as much of a, a fascist pig as he is, he's like a screaming liberal compared to Sean Hannity, okay, sir? But uh, go have some Ben and Jerry's. I think it's affecting your mind. Not too much. And don't be packing it too tight. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on it. Isn't that my favorite news network, the Fox News Network? Sure. I love him, man. Oh, got a Rupert Murdoch bobblehead doll. John Gibson and that guy, that Neil Cavuto, you know, Neil Cavuto. Oh, it's coming back. He reminds me of Mitch Hirsch, you know. All this and stuff comes back so fast. Oh, it comes back so fast. And don't forget our friend Heather. I'm trying. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You should be the leader of the loyal opposition. You should yeah. be the counterpoint to Rush Limbaugh. Your yeah. show should be syndicated like his uh -huh. show. Well, hold your breath. Well... You know, I've been listening to you since 1979. I, I got an agent who's too busy uh, playing with old baseball cards, okay? Well, I remember in 1980, you went to Tennessee, Nashville, yeah. and I listened to your show on shortwave radio. You did it for a month. Well, what do you mean on shortwave radio? Yeah, in shortwave radio from South Florida. I was in South Florida, and you were in Nashville, and you did this during the presidential election. You went yeah. to, to Nashville for about a month, and you were uh, on 10 stations. Um, no, no I, no, I wasn't on 10 stations. I was on WLAC in Nashville. I wasn't on 10 stations. I was on but one the reach, station. the reach of that. Well, yeah, it was 50,000 watts. We had calls from 38 states. That's right. Right. And um, and you, you only stayed there for a month, and then you came back Well, here. who the hell wants to live in Nashville? you exactly. got to be out of your mind. Well, exactly. Well, now you're living in Toronto, and, you know, there's no reason why you, your show can't be syndicated. But No, you no, you, you didn't hear what I said before. There is a reason why my show can't be syndicated. What? It's called Norma Kent. Well, get another agent. Norma Kent. But I want to talk about the, the, the Democrats. The, the Democrats are trying to be Republican-like. They're, they're too timid. They're, the Democrats the, suck, okay? The Democratic Party blows. They, they want to blur the differences instead of sharpening them. And you know what the Republicans do is smart. They give their base, the right wing, the wing nuts, something to live for. Something mm -hmm. to fight for. That's you know, right. Whether whether it's that's right. Whether it's guns, whether it's abortion, they give them something to fight for. So what I suggest is the Democrats give us something to fight for, and that I, I suggest we get a new party. Is what I suggest. The Democratic Party is history, man. It's dead meat. Well, there are two parties, okay? Uh, well, you know, why is that? Why? How, how about all the other countries where they, they have, have a, a bunch of parties? Because they have a monopoly on the parties. The third largest party is the Libertarian Party. The only people that got a monopoly is Parker Brothers. Okay, we don't have to have just two parties. Well, unfortunately, they. The only way, the only way that anybody progressive will ever make any progress in America again is to get, uh, create a new party. But they, but they write the laws. 
Okay, and they write the... Uh, um, well, you write the laws when you get in office, okay? And if people are given an alternative, I guarantee if they're given a real... Look at Jesse Ventura in uh, Minnesota. But they he wasn't write, a Democrat or Republican. But they write the campaign finance laws, which ensures their incumbencies. Yeah. You know? But but anyway, they're the only they're the only opposition right now, and so they have to give their base something Sir, to Sir, you keep for. repeating the same thing. It isn't going to happen. It isn't going to happen. Well, they're it, they're floundering. They're lost. They have no leadership. They have no direction. Well, they got a lose. wooden Indian named Al Gore who hasn't got a Chinaman's chance of winning a fixed election. they got Tom Daschle who's running around screaming about Rush Limbaugh. I mean, they're lost. Well, then they'll lose. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no crap. That was pretty profound, wasn't it? The they'll lose. Guess what, pal? They already did. They lost. Big time. Big time. Because they have nothing to say. In fact, that's why the Democratic Party is so much like most of South Florida. They have nothing to say, nothing to offer. They sit back. They're cowards, most of them. They're afraid to be called. And, of course, they already have been called. You know, and Bush threw that first shot, you know, about... Well, you know, uh, the Democratic Party, they're not interested in the national security. And, I mean, right there was something so obnoxious and so grotesque. And the response was that Dick Hibbert and Tom Daschle, you know, got up on the floors of the uh, House and the Senate and, uh, you know, yelled themselves uh, to the point of having, like, uh, laryngitis. And that, that was about it. That was the response. Just calm down, okay, because uh, it's the way it is. It's uh, America for it. It's the American effing way. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQM. Yeah, that Norma Kant, boy, she's really doing it, isn't she? She doing it? Going to be on 600 stations by the end of the year. You watch my words, man. I'm going to be on 40,000 channels all around the world. I'll be doing my show from a cave in Tora Bora. <laughs> yeah. Got plenty to choose from. Thanksgiving's coming a week from yesterday, less than a week from right now. Everybody's going to be flocking home to be together, to sit around, put on a happy face for each other, gathered around the table with delicious homemade food family traditions, turkey and stuffing and cranberries, yams. After all, it's not the turkey, though, that makes the meal special. It's the people. Getting ready for the hungry guests can be real stressful, a real pain in the ass, especially if they're going to be staying overnight. If you're having a houseful for Thanksgiving, let Dial a Mattress make your holiday preparations a little bit easier. Now's the time to call 1-800-MATTRESS and let them yeah, get that new mattress in before the house guests arrive. If they already told you that they're coming, even if you don't hear from them until the night before, Dial-A-Mattress can deliver right to your door. A top-quality Sealy, Serta, Simmons, or King Crow mattress the same day you call them. I've been sleeping on a Dial-A-Mattress for years, and look what it's done for me. Look what a sport I am. Call Dial-A-Mattress right now, tool-free, at 1-800-MATTRESS. Talk turkey with a betting consultant to choose from the very best mattresses at even better prices. Rest easy this Thanksgiving knowing that everybody is sleeping like a child. So get ready for the holidays right now by calling 1-800-MATTRESS and be sure and please tell them that old fat Neil and fat, fat, fat boy I told you to call. 1-800-MATTRESS for dollar mattress, brand name beds, same day service. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Call them now. Be sleeping like a baby tonight. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Q-A-Q-A-F. Friday, you bastard. Welcome back to the testicular model, little Mo Howard and David in the show. Now, what do we got here? Hey, Mo! What? Did you see I'm trying to think? I just want to tell you, you're leaning over my lap again. Well, I thought I smelled something pungent. Something wrong with you. No! I'm white! Oh, I split my back here. Get the hell out of my way. Where am I supposed to go? The hell, you squeaky little bastard! Hey, I don't think I got a squeaky voice. You don't, huh? No! 
out. Uh, I think you need your balls examined. My balls! That's right. Now drop your pants so I can examine them. No! You ever want to work in this business again? Yeah. Then obey my command. Okay. Who? Oh, that's bigger than Oscar Mayer truck. Yeah. Jesus, look at that thing. Let me get my flashlight over here. Where's your balls? There, there. You're packing a python in your pants and no balls? I got balls. They're up a little. Oh, yeah? Well, let's see what happens when I slam my foot down on your fire. There. That hurt, Mo. Hey. Your voice. Yes? You sound kind of normal. Oh, yes, quite right. It's a far, far better way to sound. I don't believe it. Hey, let me see if I can get a hold. Now, say something. Fall off the bone baby back ribs. See that? Your balls dropped it. Pretty good, huh? East of the Rockies. You like that, huh? Yeah, thanks, Mo. Yeah? You like that, huh? I see what happens when I put them back. I'm putting them back, see? Don't be the Dave, and you've got a better voice than me. Hey, hey, what are you doing? This thing's wrapping around me like a cobra. I can't move. It's coiling around me. Not the mouth. Not the mouth. 1119 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. You know that story I had about the uh, child molesting priest again in Boston? Yes. The one that was chopped off? Well, here's another one. Okay. okay. So it doesn't really make any difference if that one was chopped off on the margins. Bishop Auxiliary, um, Boston Auxiliary Bishop Emilio S. Alou. No relation to the baseball playing brothers Alou. During his years running a seminary for Catholic teenagers in New York, expelled a high school student who had reported being sexually molested by a Catholic brother at the school, according to a lawsuit filed in New York Supreme Court. Joseph Lemmy, the former high school student, no relation to uh, Toronto Maple Leafs' Yerky Lumi, said in an affidavit filed with a lawsuit that he complained of the alleged abuse in 72, but that Lou never encouraged him to report his allegation to civil authorities or higher church officials and instead told him he was not priest material. I literally begged Lou to let me stay at the cemetery, seminary, but he just kept shaking his head and saying that I should leave. Yeah, that was Freudian. Lemmy, who's now the principal of a Catholic high school, said in the affidavit. I recognize now that removing me from the seminary was an intentional act that would ensure that the assaults on me would not be investigated. If I were removed from the seminary, the seminary would have no further duty to protect me. Lemmy, in the lawsuit, said he was a 13-year-old who knew nothing about sex when he entered the Salesian Junior Seminary as a freshman in 1970. Soon after he arrived, George Puello, then a Catholic brother in the Salesian Order who worked as a Spanish teacher and dormitory supervisor, began to molest him and did so repeatedly for more than two years, often in Lemmy's dormitory bed, according to the lawsuit. Lemmy said Poyo did not return to the seminary the following year, but maintained contact with him and continued to molest him, taking him to motels on at least ten occasions. In the lawsuit, Poyo is also accused of molesting two other plaintiffs. So there you go. Now, did uh, Carlos, being the big Hurricane fan that he is, did you hear any of the broadcast on QAM last night with Joe and uh, Don Bailey Jr. and the Beast? Yeah, I heard a little bit of it. And since uh, since nobody in the audience have responded to my question about that. Uh, uh... No, no, don't, don't hold back, okay? Joe Zagaki doesn't control your job or your paycheck, okay? Don't be a mealy mouth like George. Just let it all hang out. He was a little excitable. And, uh, Don Bailey Jr., I mean, I heard that. It just happens that I turned it on when, uh, Don Bailey was making that call with the, come on, come on, come on. Seemed like he was going to drag the guy across the end zone himself. Yeah. But apart from that, it was great. It's the last time I'm asking you anything. 300 votes on a poll. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? If you're offended by any show, change the effing channel, stupid. 184. Hell no, I want to see much more, 59. Too much violence, not enough sex, 41. Yes, it needs to be stopped, 12. No more nipples. 
And no, just about the right amount three. We still got those three happy people who are sitting there with a satisfied look on their puss. So that's the best you have to say about that broadcast, okay? I know a little bit about sportscasting, okay? I haven't done it myself and being a big sports fan most of my life and knowing the great broadcasters from the really mediocre ones. I have never heard anything as embarrassing in my life as the shrieking and outright hysteria that goes on. See, even the mad dog, when he starts screaming, you know, he does it under control. He doesn't just totally lose it. But but the it sounded like a couple of like little kids playing radio is what it sounded like. Just, just awful. Horrible. And once again, to show you the kind of market that this is, it's South Florida, so you can basically do anything. Nobody gives a crap. Even Carlos is sitting there sucking ass. Shame on you. Well, remember, this is the Shame on you. sports town that I've ever been in. It's what? Well, sports town is, I'm using that loosely. So in other words, you never, since you're supposed to be such a football fan, you never heard anybody else broadcast a football game? Yeah, the Monday night stuff. I mean, but this is college. I'm talking. What is, so what does that mean? So in other words, in college, you're allowed to scream and get hysterical and yell like a like a like somebody's uh, like your balls are being uh, squeezed in a vice. Yes. Here's Miami. Hello. George, I like to. Uh, uh huh. Oh, God. He was on a long time. Sure was. Here's Dania Beach. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. When is Neil? I heard you. I heard you quit smoking. Uh, the, the, how did you do it? And and also why? Quit smoking what? Cigars. Cigars. Because they're bad for you. How, how did I do it? I stopped buying them. Did the, did the doctor say something? No, the doctor didn't say anything. My, my brain told me, okay, common sense, How'd not you good do for it? you. Quit? Yes, let me say it again. I stopped buying them. Wait, stop See, buying if you don't have them, you can't smoke them. The other thing, the Democratic Party, even though that, um, uh, you know, we should get the terrorists right away, but the... Uh, well, we should... wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what does that mean, we should get the terrorists right away? Well, what does that mean? Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's wild, but I wish I could get a bunch of my friends and get Osama bin Laden myself. But on the other hand, to make a serious, the, uh, you know, Saddam Hussein, again, many years ago in the Gulf War, we should have got him with George uh, Bush Sr. But on the other hand, we should have, uh, you know, when, when it comes to a war... They treat their kids in uh, Iraq. They, you know, when they're, uh, they're, you know, they grow them up to be to hate America, to hate uh, Israel, and to hate America. So what we should have said is, we don't want wars like that because they'll have suicide bombers coming over here, like they do in Israel. Mm -hmm. And you know, do, uh, the Democratic that's, that's Party. That's the popular rumor that Hezbollah's already here. That's what Bobby Graham tells us. By the way, let me uh, just try doing something, okay? Let me punch a lineup that there's nobody on, which is most of them. Now, see these other ones? They're, they're just dummies. Okay. Now, they're just dummy buttons. I'm just trying a little technical thing there right on the ear. Why the hell not? Why not? Oh, you see what I'm saying? Because this drop thing, I don't I don't like this. It's not It's like uh, not the one like on that big clunky phone we got down there that we're not supposed to have anymore, by the way. Well, we don't. It's over uh, behind uh, the monitor. Yeah, it's still around. But this thing is like, uh, like a, well, at any rate, life goes on. Five, six, seven, now, what did he say? Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound, five, sixty. <laughs> On the, yeah, he's uh, going from uh, how did I quit smoking cigars and let's uh, go get the terrorist and he's going to get a bunch of his buddies together and going to go get Osama. Oh! All right. I feel better now. I'm going to sleep good this weekend. He's going to get a bunch of his pals together. They're going to go out there and kick some ass. Look at this. Police find 17 sex toys in local woman's car during DUI traffic stop. Now, where is this? Oh, in White Oak, Texas. Oh, won't see her no more. Or maybe you'll see a lot of her, all depending. A Longview woman who sells sex toys has been charged with a felony with felony obscenity after White Oak, Texas police found some of her wares in a car during a traffic stop. 
The arrest report describes the 17 items as obscene materials and obscene devices, but police chief Charlie Smith that they said the items were mostly lotions. <laughs> oh, no. They were mostly lotions and uh, objects defined in a dictionary as having the shape and often the appearance of the male genitalia is what it says here. It puts the lotion in the basket. Used in sexual stimulation is also what it says. We wouldn't know anything about that. How legal is that? Prosecutors will have to decide when White Oak investigators forward their findings to the DA's office sometime in the next week, Smith said. We'll see when what they uh, do with it, he said. I wonder what he meant by that. I guess he was speaking figuratively. We'll see what they do with it. Pick it up where Kathleen Elizabeth Kathy Grubbs, a distributor for the national company Slumber Parties, Inc., calls the charge which carries a maximum penalty of two years in jail. Kind of ridiculous. State law in Texas appears to be a little less forgiving. It's illegal to wholesale promote obscene materials or devices. Texas statute says an obscene device is a simulated sexual organ or an item designed or marketed as use, useful primarily for the stimulation of human genital organs. The law allows investigators to assume that anyone with six or more of the items is intending to promote them. So you can use them, just don't promote them, okay? Okay. 27 after 11 at 560 WQM. Well, what a segue from that into Oleomed. I can see some connections, you know what, but I <laughs> guess I better pass. You break one of those capsules open. Oleomed Mediterranean formulas are good stuff for you, man. They're advanced combinations of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil with vitamins, minerals, herbals, and other nutrients, scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs. Look for Oleomed's three new formulas. They have one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and CoQ10, which is stupendous for your heart, all using the benefits of the finest olive oil that you can buy with anybody's money. Oleomed's a great new product that's good for you. It's available at Publix, Eckridge, and Walgreens. If you'd like to get more info, call them toll-free at 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can also order their products online at oleomedamerica.com. And if you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Data Broward, you can still get a coupon for a free Larry Coker bobblehead doll oh! while supplies last. Maybe pretty soon we'll have the Joe Z bobblehead doll. I bet you Carlos wants one of those bad. Don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sports Town every Sunday when the Dolphins are playing home games. Pick up some free Oleomed samples and start popping them in your push today. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Can beat that gator meat. He plays a cat and mouse game with the police. Sniper man, sniper man, unfriendly neighborhood sniper man. When we catch him, he will fall. Hang him up by the hair of his balls. On the lookout for that sniper man. Sniper man, sniper man, gonna get ya, sniper man. On your ass, Charlie Moose, you'll have your testicles in a noose. Look out, where is the sniper man? Moose, to the person who left us a message, you gave us a telephone number. We do want to talk to you. Call us at the number you provide. Public dialogue continued. The person you called could not hear everything that you said. Call us back so that we can clearly understand. We want to get it right. Is he sneaky? Listen, bud. He's only out for the spill of blood. When the case is finally cracked, we'll put a vice on his scrotal sack. Look out. Where is the sniper man now? Look everywhere we can now. Where is the sniper man? Yeah, that inspires me. I think now that they uh, caught those two guys, those scumbags, I think uh, since this is the 39th anniversary of the assassination of President Kennedy, let's get the Moosey Man on the trail, huh? Of, of that? 
Yeah. <laughs> Find out who really done it. I mean, the Warren Commission just uh, sugar-coated that thing and lied through their teeth and made up that whole deal, which is what Johnson wanted them to do. There isn't a Chinaman's chance that Lee Harvey Oswald shot anybody, as a matter of fact. Not Officer Tibbet, much less JFK. And then, of course, there was always our good friend Jack Ruby. I bet you that if Dorothy Kilgallen were still around, she'd tell us. See how I worked that in there? <laughs> and speaking of Boca Brian, Boca Airport closed as three workers take late-night target practice. Do you see this story? Nope. That's America for you. We love our guns, baby. Yeah. It was a scary few moments for police early yesterday morning when reports came in of rapid, steady gunfire coming from the Boca Raton Airport. The airport and Saxes Road were shut down as more than two dozen deputies poured in with police dogs. The FBI, the Transportation Security Administration, and the FAA were notified so planes could be diverted. Multiple spent shell casings lay on a grassy area. Was Is that like knoll? a grassy knoll? A Near the main runway. Later, officials learned that more than 100 shots had been fired by an airport manager, an airport maintenance worker, and the airport security boss. The men police said were getting in little late-night target practice. At this time of heightened security and zero tolerance, that anyone would fire a weapon on airport grounds is bizarre, Sheriff's Office spokesman Paul Miller, who obviously is the master of understatement, said. Arrested and charged with unlawful discharge of a firearm were Donald Curry, 42, the airport's facilities manager, James Esco, 31, an independent contractor who provided airport maintenance, and Andrew Novatak, 53, owner of the company contracted to provide security at the airport. The men all from Boca were booked into Palm Beach County Jail yesterday afternoon on the second-degree misdemeanor charges. Curry was also charged with drunken driving. Wow! Guns and liquor, man. Bartles and Sons, liquor and guns. Esco and Novatek were fired yesterday by airport operator Boca Aviation. A new company, Navarro Group Limited, was hired to provide 24-hour security at the airport. The company's vans arrived at 5 p.m. Owner Nick Navarro... Oh, no! Ah... <laughs> Owner Nick Navarro said his company provides security for the city of Boca and Fort Lauderdale Executive Airport. The airport authority suspended Korean lost an internal investigation. How do you like that? Oh, man. Nick Navarro. Speaking of that good old-time religion, by the way, scores killed in Nigerian Miss World rioting from Laos, Nigeria. Angry mob stab and set fire to bystanders Thursday in writing that erupted after a newspaper suggested Islam's founding prophet would have approved of the Miss World beauty pageant. At least... 50, now it's up to 100, by the way. This story, this is uh, from yesterday. Now they're saying it's over 100. At least 100 people were killed and 200 injured. The violent demonstrators in the northern city of Kaduna burned churches and rampaged through the streets until hundreds of soldiers were deployed to restore common and force a dusted-on curfew. Street demonstrations began Wednesday with the burning of an office at This Day newspaper in Kaduna after it published an article questioning Muslim groups that have condemned the Miss World pageant to be held December 7th in the Nigerian capital of Abuja. Muslim groups say the pageant promotes sexual promiscuity and indecency. Huh. Kind of sounds like America, doesn't it, with that, uh... The ADA? Yeah. What would the Prophet Muhammad think? In all honesty, he'd probably have chosen a wife from among the contestants. Isioma Daniel wrote in Saturday's article, The newspaper ran a brief front-page apology Monday, followed by a more lengthy retraction on Thursday, saying the offending passage had run by mistake. In Thursday's writing, more than 100 people were stabbed, bludgeoned, or burned to death, and 200 were seriously injured. At least four churches were destroyed. Many of the bodies were taken by Red Cross workers and other volunteers to local mortuaries. Many people remained inside homes that were set afire by the demonstrators. More good religion, baby. There you go. Oh! At work again. I like this one about WLS. We'll get to that momentarily. Isn't that pretty interesting? 
Yeah. Not that not like that. I was way ahead of them, but how many years right, would I start doing exactly that? Exactly what I was thinking. Here's Plantation. Hello. Plantation is gone. Nobody there. It would be nice just one time if I punch up a line. They actually are there like the first time without repeating it. You think that'll ever happen? No. Here's Cutler Ridge. Hello. Good morning, Neil. See, there you go. How are you? Great. Uh, I was watching TV a couple of nights ago and came across uh, Bill Meyer in Channel 12. Two things that he said stuck to my mind. One of them was that this country abuses every other country. The second one was that he maintains that what these people did in September 11 wasn't cowardly. What Sir, is I, I, I don't want to go through that again. Bill Maher is a total asshole. He deserves everything evil that comes to him. To, to try to say that there was anything courageous about people who killed 3,000 innocent people, is guy only an asshole would say something like that, okay? I don't want to hear about it. To, to, to think that he's going on there saying the same crap again is just uh, really sad. Tragic. Man, does that frost my ass. Yeah, we got freedom of speech, all right, but we also got freedom of having a brain and knowing when to use it. 5670560. Oh, Any calls about Joe Zagaki and Don Bailey Jr. yet? No. No. Here's Kendall. Hello. Well, uh, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Joe Zagaki. Uh, first thing, Joe Zagaki blows. And number two. But, but that, that's not a response to what I'm talking He's about. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's fake. Yeah. Uh, other thing, this will make your day. Maybe you saw this, maybe you didn't. I don't know if you get Sports Illustrated. No, I don't. Well, there's an ad. You may want to pick this one up since Tommy Brady's your uh, friend. It's a nice ad for milk in this week's. Uh, he's milking it? He's, yeah, he's milking it. Yeah. And uh, he's just sitting there in a pair of shoulder pads and a glass of milk and ice. So I thought maybe. All right. Make Excellent. Day. Thanks for redeeming yourself. That was it. Okay. I've... Tom Brady's a milking it, baby. And it's right there in Sports Illustrated. Who's obsessed with Tom Brady and why not? Something we can all be pleased about. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's Westchester. Hello. Hey Neil, how are you doing today? Okay. Just wanted to say happy Friday to you and have a good weekend. Um, did you ever find that Cincinnati Bengals song? I called a couple weeks ago about it. Did I ever find what? Remember, I had called a couple weeks ago, right before the election, the Cincinnati Bengals song. Just wondering if you found it or not. No. Oh, and about Joe Zaki. It's not Joe that. What? Joe's, what, Zizaki, Joe what? Zizaki? I don't know. Zizaki. Yeah. The thing is, he's not that he's bad. It's just, he was a regular beat reporter and he's never done sports until like three or four years ago. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's blown into the mix. I mean, you know the old saying, you don't know what you've got till it's gone? Well, we really miss, uh, Mark Vandermeer. I thought he was great. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, by the way, they had a chance for our, our good close personal friend, the former voice of the Dolphins, Bill Zimfer. He, uh, he was going to do a U of M football. Hey, oh, no, we got to have one guy to do all the sports. You people are U of M, man. You're really something, you know. Had a chance to have Bill Zimfer, a guy who did the Dolphin broadcast for 89 years, do U of M football. Oh, no, we got to have the same guy do all the sports. We're gonna say, eh. I mean, Jesus God almighty. But that's South Florida for you, baby. Believe you me, it's Bush League. That's South Florida. Sums it up to a T. Perfectly. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Guys, you want to have some serious fun? VIPsportsbook.com. That's some serious fun. Even more exciting than seeing Tom Brady in Sports Illustrated. Well, maybe almost as much. 
Bet football, bet against the heat, which ought to be some easy money, like taking candy from a baby. Uh, bet hockey or anything you want. Log on to VIPSportsbook.com now and see how easy the site is to use. In fact, make a bet on Trevor Kidd the next time he might be playing for the Leafs. Don't bet on it soon. You don't have to be a high roller to play at the best, and that, of course, is VIPSportsbook.com, where you can bet as little as 5 bucks. So have some fun. You might even win some cash. At least you'll be treated like a VIP. I bet your horse players out there are really going to enjoy this. VIPSportsbook.com pays track odds plus 10%. You'd be crazy not to bet horses there. VIP Online Casino is great, too. they got blackjack. they got craps. <coughs> slots with a minimum wager as low as 10 cents. We're talking about some serious fun. And believe me, there ain't too much fun that's legal in South Florida, but here's some. It's easy to uh, sign up online. Just go to VIPSportsbook.com or give them a call toll-free at 1-800-VIP-BETS, B-E-T-S. Sign up now and get you that 15% cash sign-up bonus. So go on and have some fun by signing on to VIPSportsbook.com. How many years? I'll show you mine. Ladies, there's nothing worse than a stinky smell emanating from way down there. Ooh. Believe me, your love tunnel can get that way pretty fast from improper care. So if you want a clean, prim and proper love canal, you need to use Clitorox. It's the industrial strength wedge cleaner. And it comes in a variety of flavors to please him. Mmm, strawberry. My favorite. Hold your horses, big guy. So, if you want a clean, fragrant love subway, get Clitorox. Because soap and water just isn't enough. Now, where were we? Ooh, yeah. 11.46 at 5.62. Now, what's the date for the uh, Victoria's Secret special in uh, Nigeria? I, I don't know. Can you see that? Let me check the TV guide. 351 votes on our poll. And uh, take a look at it. Does TV uh, show too much nudity and indecent material? NeilRogers.com. Go on there and uh, think about it, okay? Diddle around a little bit. WLS Radio hanging up on callers who sound old. Oh! I like that. I was the innovator of that. It says if you happen to sound like you're older than 54, like me, regardless of what your actual age may be, don't even bother calling in any of the talk shows on WLS. You're not welcome anymore. WLS in Chicago, by the way, for those who are uninitiated, for those who can't find it on the map. Like it or not, that's the official word from the new program chief of the ABC-owned news talk station. In a confidential memo to staffers this week, WLS Operations Director Michael, don't call me Fudge, Packer, ordered them to screen out any old-sounding callers, no matter what they have to say. The directive offers a rare glimpse into how far one radio station will go to zero in on its target demographic, in this case, those advertiser-coveted listeners between the ages of 25 and 54. We do not want to air any callers who sound over 54, Packer wrote. We never air anything, content or callers, that sounds older than our very broad target, which is 25 to 54. On occasion, when it makes sense, we'll air content or callers aimed at younger demos, but not older demos. In other words, to make a long story short, they don't want any old farts on the air. A second memo from Packer this week reminded his host and producers to make sure the content of your promo, the content of your show, and every caller screen for airing itself is laser-focused on the WLS target, the 40-year-old. Boy, you talk about, how do you do that? How do you do that? What is the 40-year-old interested in that a guy 38 or a woman 42 isn't interested in, huh? I'll let you know when I come in, in, ad in addition to watch, how do you know how somebody calls whether they're 53 or 55? Well, if they sound like it. Ah, it's stupid. Stupid. Typical of the people in this business. If they sound old. Not if they're over 55. If they sound old. <sighs> 
Packer, who joined WLS in September after six years as a radio consultant in Detroit. Oh, acknowledged that he wrote the memos, but said they were intended simply as internal guidelines. I can tell you that we do put some callers on who are older than 54, he said. It's whether they are old-sounding that's the key, not their chronological age. Well, why didn't you say that in the memo, you jackass? You can have a person who's 80 doesn't sound old. I would say that Mike Wallace and Barbara Walters don't sound too old to me. Then again, you can have a depressed 35-year-old that does sound old. In any talk station, there's a screening process that takes place. So how should Packers host and producers determine whether a caller sounds too old? It's a subjective process that they go through, he said. They're trained to listen to people and their pace. Obviously, they're looking for good communicators, people who are articulate and have something to say and get right to the point. <laughs> When's that going to start? Is this man crazy or what? They're articulate, they have something to say, and they're going to get right to the point? No. This guy's dreaming. I think too much packing. In fact, if I was him, I wouldn't unpack. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Hey, Your Highness, how's it going? Okay. Can I call myself a feedback? Yeah. See, the echo is always like a warning. It's like a, it's like uh, the the radio gods. No. Here's a call from Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Well, Smile Radio 89 WLS should bring back John Garrett. Hell with that fudge packer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like he knows what he's doing. Who's who's on WLS? Who does the talk shows on there? Well, your good buddy Greg was on there for a little while. Greg, who? The one that keeps coming back like a bad penny. Greg Budell. I heard he was uh, at. Uh, I think he was at L.S. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> For maybe about five minutes. Do you think he unpacked? No, I hope not. He's probably, he's probably already just travels like a toothbrush. Easily. And a well, drink I manual. I had, a, <laughs> I had a comment for that last, um, and by the way, I'm uh, I'm 50. Do I sound yeah. like I'm 50? No. Okay, thank you. I, I would say you sound about 42. Thanks. Oh, that's because George held up the fingers. He knows. Now, I want to tell you about that other car that you I'll called. I'll tell you, if I can see George's fingers from Toronto, I'm doing pretty good. But anyway, go that's ahead. That's true. That's true. You got me there. The um, the last car that I called regarding Joe Zagaki saying he's only been doing sports for three or four years. Yeah. What kind of drugs has he taken? Zagaki was, Zagaki, since Sonny Hurst died, Zagaki was doing baseball. Well, how long is that? About five years, six years? Something like that. Because I used to work with uh, Sonny and Joe with the old IOD days with Amos doing the uh, the UM games down the Orange Bowl like 15 fa- years ago. Famous Amos? Huh? Famous Amos? Yeah, famous Amos. Amos Goble, remember Amos? Yeah. Okay. That was it. Just wanted to correct the last call. He didn't know what he was talking about. Well, and but for... you're not making any comment, though, about now. Do you listen to Joe doing the games with Don Bailey Jr.? Occasionally. And? He crushed it. Is that okay, enough? see ya. <laughs> see, everybody likes to do it personally, so they want to, you know, they just don't want to say it. Just like Carlos, you're such a weasel, man. I think George probably put you up to it. He did being such a weasel. Oh, we don't want to say too much, you know, because we're in a very delicate position here, so we have to weasel out. But, of course, off the air, pop, 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 you know, off the air, it's another story. I'm going to start taping our off-the-air conversations in the morning. What, about who? Right what here. do I say off the air that I don't You rip here. people in ass. Who? Name it. And then we get on the air, and uh, you play that little, you play that about. little thing there, that little uh, whatever that thing is the you crickets. got. Yeah, the crickets. No, yeah, there they are again. Well, I was doing that during Even the psychotic Buddy Holly's episode. embarrassed by your behavior, Mr. Okay. Even during, Buddy Holly's not too happy with during it. During the psychotic Mo episode, I didn't want to say anything. Cause who? Of, uh, who? It's after oh. nine, oh. Mr. We oh. draw the line. Oh. Sorry. I want you to play that again for me, by the way. Where is that? It's uh, it's right here. It's handy. I want to hear it again right now. Right now? Just yeah, right now. Well, because it's off you the just, computer, so you, just wait five seconds, and it'll, uh, you, it'll start you, magically. You violated the uh, thing. Sorry. Protocol. Idiot. All right. Hang on. 
7 till noon at 560 WQM. Don't forget, join George tomorrow and uh, commiserate with him. 11 to 1 at the Singular Wireless in Aventura, 20335 Biscayne Boulevard. Stop in to win some of our usual low-budget QM crappy prizes and register to win upfront tickets to the upcoming Panthers hockey game. Any interest? No. Just stop by to see George and make him feel like you care. Here's Carl Springs. Hello. Yeah, hey, how you doing, big man? Okay. What's up, Neil? Yeah. I don't know. I might be in the wrong place. You guys are talking way too much about fudge packing. This ain't the homo show, is it? Yeah, it's the homo Jones. show. Listen, Reverend are you guys Jones. making fun of Jay Fiddler, too? Oh, Reverend Jones. No, it is not Reverend Jones. Not Reverend Jones. No, it's some other asshole. Five, six, seven. Will you just calm down? I got pretty good ears. I know the callers, okay? If it was like Dennis, then I might you need some help. put on a fake draw the last time he called. That was not Reverend Jones, okay? It was Reverend uh, Smith. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, you still watching Smallville? Yes. Every time that show comes on, me and my girlfriend, we found this thing where every time Lex Luthor comes on the air, he says, my father. Yeah. And I can't even concentrate on the plot anymore because I'm just waiting for my father. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Yeah. That's not funny? No, I not that I'm I, funny. I'm just I saying. never did. No, I never did notice that. But I, I'll, I'm start, I'll start the game of it. He's I'll start like, looking for it Tuesday night, though. I'm telling you, once you notice it, that's all you'll concentrate on because it, it'll come on. No, I, I can assure you that when I'm watching that show, I will not be concentrating on anything Lex Luthor has to say. I can you'll see. You. I'm telling you, you'll hear my, right, my and I'm father. Tell, I'm telling you, sir, I will not be concentrating on Lex Luthor. This guy isn't—he don't get it at all, does he? Probably not. his girlfriend. 363 votes on the pool. I'm telling you, George is not going to be here next week. Mark my words on that. Way over the line. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material, we asked. Pretty lukewarm response. In fact, the responses all this week have been, eh, you know, not too great. That's because they're all probably heating up their radio to get over to Rush, you know, so we can hear his latest response to a Tom Daschle. Now, what would Jesus listen to? The Obesity and Broadcasting Network. Anyway, does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? If you're offended by any show, change the effing channel, stupid. 220 people, 60.6% of this audience say that. Hell no, I want to see much more. 74, much more. Too much violence, not enough sex, 46. Yes, it needs to be stopped. 17, 4.6% say, too much of that racy crap, it gets my pacemaker going. And no, just about the right amount, five, who are just barely like alive. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. The 12 to 1 hour. Oy vey. All right, uh, welcome back to the dazzling bespectacle of the Mohammed and David in the show, where I work very, very hard to provide you with intellectual sport hall amusement. Stop! <laughs> 
Shut up, you chocolate donut dunker. This is the big day when I drop the bomb. Oh, boy, here comes the bomb. Now, it's my understanding that those muddlers homos down the hall don't know who I am, see? They think they got me licked. Well, they did get you raped. Shut your mouth. What you gotta do now, don't you? Kiss your ass? There you go. Kiss it. Which bone? Any of them. Now, kiss it. Okay. All right. Now, where was we? Dropping the bomb. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I got two bombs, you see. Yeah. As I like to call them, little boy and big boy. Just like the bombs that wiped out all them yips and slopes. Those bombs think they got one over on me? Why, I'll show them. Okay. All right, here's the first one. As it turns out, George ain't the only lover named George at this queer hat over here. No? No. You see, she has an affinity to guys named George. Oh. Sure. And when you hear this, now I got this from a highly trusted source. Okay. <laughs> Give me some fanfare here, stupid. Our midday faggot friend had intimate affairs with George Maharis and George Nader. Yeah? Well, that's it. That's the bomb. Oh. You, you're so goddamn stupid. You know that? Yeah. Oh, you ain't heard nothing yet. Okay. Now, here's the big boy. Okay. It just so happens Howard Stein is a very close and personal friend of mine. Yeah? Why, certainly. He's even gone as far as securing gumads for me, like that Heather brought on Fox News. Wow, really? Hey, let me tell you, she gave me full service. Hot wax on the balls, the works. So what about Howard, Bo? Huh? Howard. I told you not to call me that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> as a favor to me, Mr. Stein is having his team of crack fit writers rip that crap out of that pipe smoker down there with their own comedic stylings. Yeah, like this one right here. All right, just to get things started, roll it. Neil Rogers and George are a stick and the queer, the stick and the queer, the stick and the queer. Lesbians, vaginas, and, and the penis size and balls. Penis size and balls. Lesbians, lesbians, penis and balls. Lesbians, Rogers, and the stick. And the queer. Lesbians, vaginas, and penis size and balls. Funny, huh? That ought to fix their ass. Yeah. Listen, you. Kiss the other bone of my ass. That's right. Okay. Now move the back out of the way. That's better. Here's your bonus, you dumb bastard. Twelve oh three at five sixty WQAM. Speaking of uh, tasteless things, they can't lay a glove on him, says the New York Daily News. That was the decision German authorities announced last night after weighing charges against Michael Jackson, who touched off that Führer this week when it touched off the Führer. Führer. When he dangled his wriggling baby boy from a hotel balcony window. No crime has been committed, said police uh, Berlin police spokeswoman Klaus Schubert. Klaus. That was welcome news for Jackson, who's been pilloried worldwide since Tuesday's sixth stunt, in which he dipped his youngest child, Prince Michael the Tooth, over a fourth-floor rating as fans below gasped. Despite some media reports, authorities in Santa Barbara, California, say the increasingly wacky dad won't face any penalty there. Jackson and his three kids live in a posh town northwest of Los Angeles on a ranch called Neverland, as we know. Oh, never again. Now, this fax, and I'm so pleased that you faxed this to me again, Again? This is what it's all about. This is what talk show callers and talk show faxes are all about right here. Now, do you know why he faxed me this, New England Paul? No. Because earlier in the show, and of course you probably forget because, you know, he faxes so often I don't actually that uh, read them you from him. can't separate one from the other. 
fact, earlier in the show, some innocuous thing, which uh, I forget about what that was all about, and uh, I didn't read it. I didn't pay any attention to him. You didn't so he read faxes, it. He faxes again and says, attention, Neil. I guess the luster is worn off on my faxes. Yes. When we first started, when we first started, <laughs> like we had some kind no, of a relationship, relationship going on, some right. kind of a romance, like we were dating. Tom Brady, yes, you know, Paul. When we first started, you used to have some excitement in your voice. I can't believe you're mad at me. I'm one of your loyal <laughs> listeners. Have a great Friday, okay? Thanks. I was having a, a mediocre Friday until this stupid facts, Paul. It's enough to make me turn against the Patriots, okay? Root for somebody who needs some help. Like maybe the Bears. Somebody really crappy. Get out of here, New England, Paul. Another lifeless desperado. You're not paying attention to me. I'm a part of your life like that other Paul guy that was on my show on INZ a hundred years ago. Remember that? Paul Harvey? No, no, this guy that was on INZ came in when I used to have a guest on the show. He came in and sat around with some panel of punks. Oh, I'm a part of your life. I was on your show. Part of my life, my ass, okay? And not part of my ass either, you idiot. Man, so sad how many really desperate people are out there. In case you haven't been listening. Here's Miami Springs. Hello. Hey, afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, yeah, I just wanted to comment about uh, old uh, Josie about the hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was at the game last night, and well, anyway, you know, I had my radio with me, and I, I made sure, you know, when I go in the stadium, that I, ha I, don't, I don't have it on QAM. I have it on WVUM. But, but anyway, coming out of the stadium, walking out of the stadium, going to my car, uh, I happened to listen to the postgame show, and I, I heard one of Josie's calls on, on you know, replayed on postgame show, mm -hmm. and I thought to myself. Jeez, I mean, this guy has drunk three two liters of Joel Calder, you know? I have the other clip, but I don't have the one where the guy went, I don't know how far for the hurricane touchdown. Uh -huh. But that call there and, and Don Bailey Jr.'s, come on, come on, come on, I mean, screaming <laughs> hysterical in the background. That was so embarrassing. If I were them, I'd just cry, crawl under a uh, table somewhere and never show my head again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't hear Don Bailey's, but I, yeah, just, oh. yeah, that was, oh, that was. Oh, what a joke. <laughs> and, and evidently nobody listens to those games on our radio station or else the sports nerds ain't listening now because I'm on. But uh, nobody's got the balls to call in and say it. It's, it, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's humiliating. Yeah, and, yeah, here, and here they had a chance to have Zimfer, a real pro, one of the real tops, oh, right. uh, do their games. And instead they got uh, my buddy Joe Z. Right, yeah. And, and, and the guy I was with at the game, he, he doesn't listen to, you know, the uh, Joe Z. Either. He also listens to the VVM at the game. So. Well, that's, quite, that's quite a commentary right there in itself. Oh, I tell you. Okay, well, that's all I wanted to say, Neil. Thanks. Okay, you're welcome. Only took us three hours and five minutes to get that response. And if you thought he, if you think he does a great job, I'd be willing to hear that too. But uh, oh no, we're not going to talk to you about it. We'll talk to somebody objective like Hank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Hank. We'll talk to Joe's boyfriend and see funny. what the opera has to say about that call. Oh man. See, if you're really his friend, Humphrey, you ought to be telling him just just calm it down a few notches. You're just out of control. You're psychotic. You're psychotic. You're shrieking. Over here. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line, Miami. Hello. Mancha, mancha. Let's try Miami again. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I saw a bumper sticker. I'd like you to hear about. Yeah. It was uh, speaking of what would Jesus drive, and you know, the normally it's uh, what would Jesus do. The bumper sticker said, "What uh, it, I bet Jesus would have used his turn signal." That's all I got. Okay. Sharpton leads downtown Miami March for Haitians. Let's hear it for Al Sharpton. Oh! Not. 
The Reverend Al Sharpton led more than 200 protesters across uh, downtown Miami Thursday to call for the release of Haitian uh, migrants who remain in federal detention since waiting ashore nearly a month ago. And they've been waiting a long time. Sharpton and the crowd chanted, No justice, no peace, as they carried signs and marched across downtown to the Torch of Freedom on Biscayne Bay. At the rally, Sharpton called for a change in federal policy that orders all new illegal migrants be detained until they're deported or rarely granted asylum. It's a very distressing thing to see people herded up and treated in a way that we do not treat others coming to the U.S., Sharpton be saying. Before the rally, Sharpton met with about 40 of the more than 200 Haitians detained at Chrome Detention Center in southwest Dade County and told them they had wide public support. I encouraged them first to know that there are thousands upon thousands in Florida and millions around the country who are with them, Sharpton said. And I'm sure they're really happy to have Al Sharpton on their side, huh? Well, yeah, in their case, though, they're happy to have anybody on their side. <laughs> no, seriously, in their case, they can't be okay. choosy. Unfortunately, it has to be him. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Here's Atlanta. Hello. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to know if George saw South Park this week. Yeah. Three hundred ninety-one votes on the poll. If I was you, I'd go in the other room right now and just slap Carlos around the head a little bit. Yeah, just hit him a couple of times in the head. Well, I'm always skeptical on those, you know what? I was I too, but the guy actually sounded real. Yeah. Why, because he sounded under 55? Yeah, between 55 and 53. Here's Miami. Miami, hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay. This is Don Ed. Too old. Too old. 567-05. What? He was too old. <laughs> How could you hear me laughing? I had the mic off. No, that guy was too old. I'm not, no, I'm the one who invented that. WLS, that ain't nothing new. I created that many years ago. That's why I changed the whole show. Instead of talking to people over 90 years old. That's why there is no more topical talk radio, only right wing radio, see? Because everybody else with a sense of humor, they got tired of that crap, which unfortunately uh, is very bad for them, but tough crap. I'm not going to talk to some old cocker like that, that's some with a frog in his mouth. Hello there. You know, like walking death with that death rattle in the back. I don't want to hear that. Depressing. 391 votes on the poll. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material, huh? This is all in the wake of that big Simmons they had with the FCC and everybody else about Victoria's Secret. All these right-wing goyim out there who are all whipped up to a frenzy because somebody saw a nipple or two here or there. A nipple. There's a big ripple because somebody saw a nipple, okay? And guess who ain't too happy about it either? Gold Mr. Whipple. He's squeezing it. The nipple? No, something else. And it ain't the Charmin either. If you're offended by any show, change the effing channel, stupid. 237 said that, nearly 61% of this perverted crowd. Hell no, I want to see much more. 80, over 20% want to see more. They want to see some real flesh, not just some uh, lingerie freaking show. Too much violence, not enough sex, another 50. Yes, it needs to be stopped. 17, 4.3% said that. 4% silly people. And no, just the right amount, six. Well, that's good that we got six people out there who are just, they got just the right, see what I'm saying? Must like be the nice. porridge, it's like the porridge, not too hot, it's not mm -hmm. too cold, it's just right. Like the calls today, you know, not too good, pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ask me if I care. Do you care? No. I mean, it's kind of stupid, you know. I come on the air, and I'm screaming and ranting and raving about the fact that the right wing, they got all the talk radio, and they got all the clout, and they got everybody all whipped up, and that the liberals and the moderates and anybody to the left of Attila the Hun doesn't care, and then I'm trying to whip everybody up when I know they don't care anyway. What's what's the point in that? I must be getting pretty stupid in my old age. Over 54. Stupid. Yeah, that's me. Uh-oh, I think George just uh, did it again. What? I, I guarantee you, folks, George will not be there next week. 
He's going to be on suspended a sentence, mark my word. But before he starts his suspension, he'll do that appearance tomorrow because he gets paid for it. You willing yeah. to go on that suspension? Okay. In fact, maybe this will be the one that everybody talked about they thought you were going to get before when somebody was trying to get you canned that we don't talk about after nine. A week of penance. Oleo med Mediterranean formulas are damn good stuff, baby. Years ago, a zillion years ago, the Greeks, the Italians, the Spaniards, they discovered that olive oil is really great stuff. It's good for you. And that's why Oleomed is so good, because that's what it's based on, the finest olive oil that money can buy or in those little capsules combined with other good stuff. Vitamins, minerals, herbals, and all kinds of other great nutrients, scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs. Look for Oleomed's three great new formulas. There's one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and CoQ10, all using the benefits of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, like I said, the best under the uh, sun. Oleomed is an outstanding new product that you can pick up just about all over town because more and more people are searching for it and grabbing it. You'll find it at Publix, Eckerd's, and Walgreens. If you want to get more information, call Oleomed toll-free at 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can also order their products online at oleomedamerica.com. And if you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Dayton Broward, you can still get one of those coupons for a free Larry Coker bobblehead doll. He's at the 50 to 40. While supplies last. I, I got to get that tape. In fact, that's your assignment, Carlos. Get the tape of that long touchdown run that they had last night. Yep. I know, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Oh. Uh, don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sportsline every Sunday when the Dolphins are playing home games. Pick up some free oleomets. Start popping it in your puss real soon. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560. QAM. Friday, you bastard. Right. Oh, fat ass Rosie, please go away. Find a new way to attack the buffet. Go home and eat your ho hos till you explode. Hoo-ah. Just like your fat, fat churning ladies have to fight two seats on a plane. Spinning your fingers that have yellow stained from Cheetos. Can't see your toes. After Piggy Poo knows. Proud to be fat, disgusting, and pasty. Oi! You make the shudder women smile. They like a gal who's fat and sassy. Big smelly fat, so repulsive and vile. Your body cheese smells like a crapper. After it was occupied by Ed Asner, need a shoehorn to get into your car. Cause you're too goddamn wide. Oink and squeal, oink and squeal, oink and squeal. Fat lady living with your lover lesbian. Slobbering and snorting the tree between her knees. Mashed potato yeast. Smells fishy to me. Laughing up a tuna that's moist and tasty. Hey! From 19 at 560 WQAM. Pain's almost over. Mad Dog will be along at 1. 401 votes in that poll. Pretty lame, if you ask me, you know. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Pompano. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Hey, did you do the, um, the what would uh, Jesus drive thing yesterday? Yeah. How'd that work out? 
uh, who, who's Jesus uh, came out on top, and then after that, close on its behind was a Cadillac, the old uh, the old Jew canoe. Terrific. You know, it reminded me. Uh, you remember that picture that the National Enquirer published of Jenna Bush and her sister rolling around drunk as yeah. a pig? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Well, right after that, uh, somebody came up with something to piss off the Jesus Christers, and they put that picture on a mug, and they had WWJD, what would Jenna drink? <laughs> Excellent. I, I love that. I fill it with vodka, and I get to drink vodka and liquor like this. <laughs> Family uh -huh. values uh, to the max. Outstanding. Take care. Have a great day. I like that. You'd like to have one of those, wouldn't you? Yeah, if I got a hold of Barbara, I'd drink vodka and liquor. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey Neil, I got a hockey question for you. A what? A hockey question. Hockey? Yeah. You must be joking. I, no, really. I, this is a question I could never understand the answer to. If a goalie leaves the crease to play the puck, why does he not fall under the same rules? As all the other uh, players out there and getting checked and everything, if he leaves the, you know, if he leaves the the crease, it just seems yeah. to me like. Well, te technically, theoretically, he's supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to hit him, but because the rules are all geared toward protecting the goaltender, and he's got all that heavy equipment on, he really can't. Uh, that that's the reason why. Okay, one more question. One more statement. I have, I want to tell you that I have said some stupid things in my life, as we all have, but I never, ever, ever said that you were a part of my life. Oh, no. See, the, see, the, the previous part was just a prelude. Right. Now, which which Paul is that? Is that the New England Paul or is that the other Paul? I don't know. That's the other one. That's the one from INZ, who did say that, repeatedly, by the way. No, you, yeah, I know you didn't say I was part of your life. You said you were part of my life. How do you like that? He's still there. Oh. Unlike the not-slanty lady and little Joey and all of our other uh, uh, chronics from the past, even Paul Harvey Jr., they're all gone. Yeah, you did say it. He's Numerous times. Huh? Paul Harvey Jr. is out there. How do you know that? I, I can feel it. No, you can't. He's sure. not there. He's there. He's not there. They're all gone. In fact, maybe that was a good deal I did those seven months of bedtime stories because I think we kind of cleansed out a certain portion of the audience. You ought to be pleased about that. <laughs> yeah. At least, see, we still got Rich Pactor. He's still faxing in. He's not a caller anyway. He's still faxing. In fact, some pretty good stuff lately. So he's probably got a smirk on his post because Paul Harvey Jr., he, he, had, he uh, bailed out. But Rich Pactor, he's loyal. He'll be on the phone before the end of the show. You watch. Who's that? Paul Harvey well, Jr. Well, you saw how fast this guy was on there. Starts out pretending to be calling about a hockey quote, which had nothing to do with anything else. Instead of like getting right to it and having a discussion about it like a man, and then clicks the phone down. Sure, you said it. You're an overgrown child, and you're still listening. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, it was Hollywood. You confused me there for a second. Hey, Neil. Here's uh, it says Miami on my screen, man. Look around you. <laughs> I mean, I'm in Hollywood. I'm on 441. Is there I've anybody? Is there anybody speaking English there? No, there's Indians all around me. I'm oh, surrounded okay. by Indians. Okay, you're safe. But, um, by the bingo. But um, um, what was I going to tell you? Um, oh, yeah, that caller called uh, oh, before the last break, whatever, about uh, Joe Zagaki. I, I, I can't believe what they were thinking. That, that guy, he's, not only does he suck, he just he has, he's probably a great person. Everybody says good things about he's him. He's a nice guy, yeah. He, he is, which I'm, I'm sure he is, and uh, he... He's, he's just not, he's not a broad. He's got no inflection in his voice. It's mm -hmm. just as monotone as mm -hmm. can be. 
See, you know? I, th- I think what he's trying to do is compensate that. He's going to the other extreme and doing these play-by-play games and screaming and getting hysterical to try to show that he's not boring. Well, you don't have to get hysterical to be not boring. No, yeah, that's that's part of, that's most likely what he's doing. He's trying to get all excited and hyped up because yeah. he doesn't have that natural, you know, voice of like some of the other guys, like the guy Vandermeer last year. That guy was great. Joe but, belongs uh, on the ear like my little dog belongs on the ear. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Neil, real quick, I got to say I got a lot of respect for you. All right, I'm really glad uh, you started taking calls back again. You know, I just think it brings a little more to the show. But um, well, especially uh, like today. I mean, look at the great calls we've had today. No, I know. I, I, I seem to drive. I did, I did. I was one of those cars that listened forever and then I sort of was like, you know, changing the station afterwards. But whatever. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you're taking calls. Real quick though, um, the reason why I say I got a lot of respect for you is because, um, unlike, uh, Fat Hank that comes up later, you, you know, when he gets a crank, he's calling you back on your phone. Uh, why are you cranking my show? He tells one of his little guys, why are you cranking my show? I'm going to yeah. report you to a crank caller. Well, good you for know, him. Good for uh, him. Uh, but come on, uh, Neil, that's gay, man. That guy's a real fat faggot, bro. That's, that's gay. That's gay to call people back when they're, like, disrupting uh, your attempt to, you know, earn a livelihood. More power to him. I only wish that we had the ability to do that if we had uh, caller ID. How are they doing that? Star 69. Remember, they have a staff. Oh, that's right. They got a whole bunch of people in. They got 15 people on each show. We got Carlos. Do you have that tape, by the way, of Joe doing that call on that long touchdown? (laughs) Not yet. Almost. And this is cute, this thing about Steve Kane. This is cute. Okay. See, I wouldn't waste my time with Mr. Ego that much time as long as to read that fax because there just aren't that many people who have any idea who he is anymore. Here's a guy that's been in town for, what, 20 years? Never had a number on any station. Even on stations that had big numbers like WS News at the time. Never had a number. Even when he followed you? No, he never had a number when he followed anybody. He never followed me. I was on at night. He was on 3 to 7. No, I had IOD. Oh, and, uh, yeah, he, you know, that's true. He did have a number the first book, and then after they heard enough of the uh, same old tired stuff that contrived crap every day. Plus, he started showing up late because he was busy doing baseball card shows, you know, and start coming in about 3.15, totally unprepared. Well, let's have another one of our hate seminars. Call in and tell me why you hate me. And then the guy would call in, ah, oh, use that, and then he would hang up, blah, 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 and like that. <laughs> Remember those? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Call in and uh, take your best shot. Save your money. And then he would hang up on him, you know. Anytime he did that, you knew that he was totally unprepared to do a radio show, which was a lot. But nevertheless, you know, you got it handed to him being the number one homophobe in South Florida when he's got so much competition. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. Pompano Park is open for live harness racing every Monday. Let me say it again. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. First post time, 7.15 p.m. Free general parking, free clubhouse, free grandstand admission every afternoon and night. So why not come out for an evening of great horse racing action? Make a lot of cash. Root home a winner from the rail. Treat yourself to a private box seat on the fourth floor. Or enjoy a Ben and Jerry hot fudge sundae or a slice of Bilotti's pizza. That was my favorite call today. The guy that said, oh, yeah, you turned me out of that Ben and Jerry's ice cream. What else do you like? There's plenty else that I like, mister, but it ain't none of your business. Live racing on Monday starts this Monday, November 25, plus the Broward County Fair is underway at Pompano Park through December 1. 
Make it a doubleheader with a trip to the fair a night at the races. Don't worry that every uh, don't forget or worry that every Wednesday is dollar night. You can get a draft beer, hot dog, soda, large pretzel, or popcorn only a buck a piece Wednesdays at Pompano Park. And of course, the excellent top of the park dining room on the sixth floor is open now every live racing night for fine dining, featuring Chef Kirk Lede's nightly specials, the best seafood steaks, primary dinners in town, and maybe even like a little ice cream too. Every seat on the top of the park offers you a panoramic view of the races with a little private TV monitor to take a look at it and the racing, too. There's also a great all-you-can-eat buffet in the fourth floor players' lounge, only ten ninety-five per person every racing night. Pompano Park also offers full-card simulcasting every day of your life, seven days and nights a week, starting at noon with highlight harness and thoroughbred racing action from all across North America. Watch out, here comes Tony Kerwood on the far outside. Pompano Park on Powerline Road, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard. Don't forget, now into the full racing schedule, four live nights a week, Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7:15 at Pompino Park. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Joe Zagaki sucks. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Homeland Security microphones hidden in the car of five Al Qaeda aides recorded this incident. Due to the graphic nature of this recording, parental discretion is advised. Come on, come on, let's go. We're gonna be late. Keep your Let's go! Yeah, I just had to put the stuff in the trunk. Oh, jeez, look at this. My wife forgot to fill it up. Oh, you're going to have to kill her. I'll take her head off. Remind me to kill her when we get home. Okay, kill your wife when we get home. All right, let's go. Road trip! Road trip! <laughs> hundred bottles of beer on the wall. A hundred bottles of beer. Oh, you take them down. You take them around. bottles of beer on the wall. Hey, you know what? It's very hot in here. Can you turn the air conditioning on? There's no air conditioning in the car. What do you mean there's no air conditioning in the car? Wait, 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 wait. What's that smell? Sorry. Did you fart? Sorry, I had a falafel before I left. Oh, for crying out loud. Now you got to open the window. That stinks like a dead mule. Slow down. Slow down. What's the matter, Betty? What's the matter, Betty? I'm getting sick. Slow down. Do not throw up in the car. Even though the smell of the fart is bad, do not throw up in the car, please. Because I never get that smell out. The fart, at least I wrote down the window, everything's fine. Go in the glove compartment, get one of them crowns. I'm all out of the crown air fresheners. I got the pine tree left. Okay, then don't throw up. Don't you throw up! Just wait, there's a rest stop and 175 miles. Next to the McDonald's. We'll hook you all up good. Just hold it. Uh, all right. All right, let's go. Turn on the radio. Let's have some music. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah, on. I got my new XM satellite receiver. Oh, go. Check this get out. I love this song, I love this song. Do you see the butt on this woman? Do you like 50 or 60 or something like that? I tell you, they make them nice in America. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Hey, listen to that digital quality. Isn't that nice? This is coming from a long way away. Wow. How about those stupid Americans still looking for us in games? <laughs> Here we are on the open road. And we should hasten to point out that the guy that called before about Hank's people uh, sc- uh, screening the crank calls, he's obviously one of Hank's uh, cranks. Hank's cranks? Yeah. 1233 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax from David Weston who says, My two four-year-old sons can do a better job broadcasting on their Mr. Microphone than Josie and Don Bailey Jr. Absolutely correct, sir. You got that tape yet, uh, Carlos? It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. So is uh, next Sukas, too. Here's that story I promised George. A union-sponsored protest rallies at Walmart stores across the nation yesterday to draw attention to the retail giant's salary and benefit policies. Picketers were absent in the Arkansas-based company's home state. 
In March, a state judge in Arkansas issued a permanent injunction prohibiting the United Food and Commercial Workers International Union from soliciting <clears throat> inside Walmart buildings and stores. Union spokesman Greg Denier said members avoided Arkansas out of concern about what response state courts would have to the pickets. Walmart uses the judicial system in the state of Arkansas to promote its interest, Denier said, from a rally in Alexandria, Virginia. We stayed out basically because of the court injunction over the concern of what Arkansas courts might do on behalf of Walmart. The union says it's joined with more than 120 nonprofit groups and other unions in its efforts to improve the lot of Walmart workers. The groups want Bentonville, Arkansas-based Walmart Stores, Inc., the world's largest private employer, to pay workers more and improve benefits. About 100 events were held in 40 cities. The union said each rally had 500 to 1,000 people. Walmart released a statement saying it hopes the rallies don't deter shoppers. <laughs> we think it's unfortunate that the union's using these rallies to discredit our company, the Walmart release said. We are confident our customers will keep this union activity in perspective. The union contends that Walmart workers don't earn a decent wage with an average salary of 7.5 bucks an hour. Well, Carlos wishes he was making that. Oh, boy, and, do I. and nearly two-thirds have no health insurance at all. The company said it offers universal, or rather unrivaled career opportunities and treats workers well. Or maybe they offer treats. You know, like dog treats? No Speaking problem. of that, what a segue, and it's only by accident. i got a great story that I love that I'm going to get to momentarily. 15,000 years with man's best friend. This is a, re- a nice story. <clears throat> Tight bond between dogs, masters, unleash research surprises. How do you like that? And I'm going to tell you again right now, anybody out there who don't like a dog, you ain't. Um, we're just uh, going to cart your ass away. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yeah. Little Joey. Oh, no. What a shock. Where have you been? You said, where are, where's everybody gone? So. Yeah. No, I didn't say, where's everybody gone? I mentioned a few you were people by name, and you, you came through, which was I, shocking to me. I, shocking. I was listening. I just... I haven't said, if, like you said, if you have nothing to say, then there's no need to call. Correct? Well, let me ask you, when did you ever call me? Now, at one time, because you said that your lovely wife is a teacher in the Dade County School System, uh-huh. and that one time you called and you had something very profound to say, but other than that, over the years, I don't recall you ever having anything to say. No, then again, I wasn't in the right state of mind most of the time, but that's, you know, that's... You, in other words, you were stoned out of your mind because you were most, using your own samples? Is that most, what you're trying to say? Most probably, yes. I can't behave like that now. So. Now, how's the drug business going? Uh, I don't know. I've been out of it for a couple of years. And what are you doing these days? I'm a CPA. You're a CPA? Yeah. Really? Really. Well, how do you how do you go from being a detail man to a CPA? Well, I got tired of being a detail man, so I went back, got a master's, and uh, Woo! C- Woo! And I've been a CPA now for two years. Well, I'll be damned. How's your lovely wife doing? She's doing fine. She's back uh, again teaching. Uh, she had last year off because we have a uh, 15-month-old daughter. So, little Joey's got a baby. Yep. And old Stem, he's got probably about five or six by now. All these punks, man, from the Zeta days. They've all they're all reproducing. I know. Could you imagine? That's scary. That's no, I can't. Though. I really can't. All right. Well, thanks for responding, man. That was Not a real a treat. Problem. I have Just... I've never left though. So. Even even during the uh, bedtime story days, huh? Exactly. Now, let me get your honest opinion. Don't fudge with me here because you've been around a long time. Okay. Now, what's your opinion about that, about the bedtime stories and these calls? The calls, I would say I prefer the calls. Yeah. The uh, it, got, it got to the point where sometimes it was a little bit ponderous, but it, w- it never got to the point where it would force me to switch the channel. Oh, thank God for that because I was afraid we were even going to lose Rick the Mailman. 
Thanks, Joey. Give your wife and a kiss for us. You got it. Oh, if you get a tape of the touchdown, get a tape of the first touchdown, because it sounds like both of them are like two teenagers having their first orgasm ever. So. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I heard. It was uh, beyond belief. Take care, Joey. All right, see you. Say goodbye. How do you like that little Joey? And we had my good friend Paul, who's a very important part of my life. <laughs> what? Why does he deny that, huh? And then he starts out with it. Why do you people play such games? Why do, are you just, I mean, uh, we're a zillion miles apart. It's over the phone. It's anonymous. I mean, I'm here, you're there. What difference does it make? You call up and you say, hey, so I was a little carried away, but I'm still out here listening, as opposed to making up some stupid-ass hockey question, which is just a way of trying to ingratiate and suck around. Nobody there gives a flying F about hockey, a flying fig, as they say on Passions, and I still think that show is going off. Which is a shame. I mean, we just keep seeing that same thing every day with Antonio. We're going to tell poor Antonio and share it. I'm again, enough already. Make something happen on there, okay? And bring back somebody that used to be on a show besides all these new uh, imposters. Brother, I thought the old Gwen was ugly. This one's got to talk about a sour puss. And George once told me, he said, there's nothing worse than a sour puss. Very little worse. 422 votes. I want to see 500 on there by the time the show ends. What we're going to do, see, because I'm sick and tired of watching all these right-wing assholes, and I realize I'm only on this one little station because my agent is an overgrown child who wants to be a baseball player. But let, let's let's try to whip these bastards up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You think it'll work? No. But let's try anyway. Okay, let's get an A for effort. Let's a. get something for effort. A. I do like Canada, though. I'll tell you that. Boy. Oh, Light years ahead. Light years ahead. People with an education. People who have some idea where the hell we all are on the map, eh? As opposed to that thing that I read earlier that I just, I, I still can't get over it. It, make, it makes you weak. It makes you weak, like Al Martino's voice. It makes you weak. It makes you feel like somebody ought to slap you up the side of the head and bring you back to reality. And then you realize it is reality. It's freaking America for you. Well, that was great hearing from Joey. Oh! That made it worthwhile. And at least he gave me an honest answer. He didn't beat around the bush. He didn't do like George. Oh, we enjoyed the bedtime story. What? That's my opinion. You're full of crap. You are probably behind my back down there. Boy, here he goes reading. In fact, there were a few times I noticed you nodding off. Oh, no, actually, that was last week. <laughs> That's why George is getting a week off next week. He's going on vacation. See, we don't play those games like Defoe used to do, you know? Every time Defoe take vacation... Uh, little dog and Gelly. Oh, he's in rehab now. Gelly's a... Yeah. And, of course, then, see, and then, like the boy who cried wolf, then when Defoe actually had to go to rehab and get cooled out there with an ankle bracelet, uh, nobody believed that story. Remember those days? Every time sure. they had vacation, oh, he's in rehab with his gambling problem. He's got a billboard, by the way. Defoe's got a billboard. Nice billboards for us, Greg. No. Not. Sack of crap. Storyteller. Prevaricator. Freaking liar. Oh, yeah, we're going to have billboards. When Neil comes back in the fall, we're going to do this. Yeah, right. Sits there with his Jew lawyer, looks you right in the eye, and just lies and lies like a champion. If they had the lying Olympics, nobody could touch him with a, with a stick. But have a nice weekend, Greg. 1241 at 560 WQM. Delights of West Boca, your low-carb, sugar-free Atkins Diet Superstore, has got a spectacular new selection of low-carb cookies. Man, in fact, if you don't want to eat them, you can just stand around and toss them around. Fourteen different cookies from three different bakers. They're all delicious. Peanut butter, chocolate, chocolate chip. That sounds really good. Lemon, coconut, all sugar-free or low-carb. Stop by Delights and you can sample these or any of their great products. Try before you buy. I lost four pounds in three days on the Atkins. I'm still the same today because I ate some stuff yesterday. But four pounds in three days ain't bad. 
And just recently, there were all those stories just a couple of days ago, I think on Monday, about Atkins. They're starting to make believers out of everybody, and it brings down your cholesterol and brings down your triglycerides way down. And it's not the bunch of crap that a lot of people try to poo-poo it over the years. Remember all those poo-pooers? Sure. And be sure and check out their new uh, low-carb bread called Sinfully Low-Carb Bread. Spread some of that new Lanuba jam on it, and you've got yourself a great low-carb breakfast. Just jam on it. And, of course, as your official Atkins.retail center, Delights of West Boca sells every Atkins brand product 20% off every day. Today, tomorrow, next, Sukkis, a week from Tishabov every day. So lose the weight on Atkins and find a store that sells you all products geared for you. They're open 10 till 10 every day on the corner of Glades and 441 in prestigious Boca. Call 1-877-LOW-CARB or check them out on the web if you like at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, Delights of West Boca is your official Atkins Retail Superstore. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. My religion's better than yours. What we like about it best, I fondle boys and wear a dress. My religion's better than yours. My religion's better than your religion. My religion's better than yours. We have no respect for women. Drive a cab to make a living. My religion's better than yours. My religion's better than yours. religion. My religion's better than yours. Chupa, spooky ghosts, we slaughter pigs and dogs and goats. My religion's better than yours. My And get to marry lots of wives. My religion's better than yours. My religion's better than your religion. My religion's better than yours. We don't want to use our brains. We're mindless living on parade. My religion's better than yours. Yeah, we're pissed off about this Miss uh, World competition. Let's go out and kill some people. What do you say? Sure, you first. Walmart was also one of the biggest out-of-state contributors to Jeb Bush's re-election campaign. Somebody reminds us on facts. Thank you for reminding us that, so we hate him even more now. Now, Rich Pactor's not going to be too happy about this next voice. That's why he called. And the, and, and the Pactor is still an asshole. In uh, fact, I hear he's getting his own show on Fox. It's going to be called The Pactor Factor. What will it be about? Sponsored by Max Factor. It'll Listen. be all about you and the fact that he hates you like poison. You know, I never did anything wrong to him. And, and you're still doing that phony breathing thing. Why do you, why do you still do that? In, in fact, Rich suggested to me by fax a couple of days ago, he says, give Paul Harvey Jr. a real good suggestion. Help him to stop breathing. 
That's what he said. I don't know what he meant by that. Just he stop did not really. No, he didn't. Why is he so obsessed with me? I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. I think you guys probably had a spat you know, or I something. Because I wouldn't sit on his end of the steam room. I'm sorry. That must have been it. Anyway. He said he wanted to just snap you on your cute, cute little butt with a towel just once or twice, and you kept oh, running away. That butt's hanging halfway <laughs> down the ground. <laughs> so let me ask you, what complexion are you today, sir? Uh, you know what? I haven't had a carrot juice, and I can't tell you how long. So that pasty, nasty. You know, when we first met, it was Emac and Bolio. Do you remember those days? Of course. And I was on a 60-day carrot juice fast. And you gave me a look, you know, bright orange. But anyway, yeah. listen, I, you know this what? This is the original carrot top. I don't want to have anything to do with the chronics that you have now. I mean, they're, they're useless. There's no content. They're not yeah. funny. Yeah. So what are you I trying mean, to say? Well, wait a minute. Have you been listening all along, continuously? On and off. I, you know, to be honest with you, I swap between you and Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno? Yeah, I like the show. Oh. I'm sorry. It's oh. true. And then when he goes On that off, station I'm, with a weak signal? Uh, I get him up here in Boca. Yeah. But anyway, no, and then once he goes off, uh, I'm with you 100%. I just don't, I just don't have the desire to call you if you don't take callers. It's just I don't want to be associated with. Uh, yeah, how many calls you got that are absolute assholes? About ninety-eight percent. <laughs> I mean, you remember Arnold, EJ, DJ, Nuts Landing Lady. I yeah. mean, there was a dozen of them that contributed to the show. This was back when Dave Caprita and the Bird was still looking semi. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that wasn't on this station. And of course, don't forget. Uh, Thanks for calling. Our dear departed friend. Oh, her and I became very good friends. What is it? Her and I became very good friends. Like, the thanks for calling lady. lady, you knew her? Oh, my God. I remember her and I having a 15-minute conversation on one of your anniversary shows. How about that? Mm. She's, good. She's still alive? No, she just died a couple weeks ago. That's why I just uh, said to you, you haven't been listening. You uh, haven't I been have, listening. I have. I, I must have missed it. We're going to put you in the lying Olympics oh, with Greg I'm Reed, and I'm starting to think you might win it. Well, anyway, heading out to Vegas the whole month of January. Going to be out there working. Absolutely looking forward to it. Excellent. Okay, have a good a month. All right. Thanks. <laughs> oh, told you. He hasn't been listening. Thanks for not letting me down. 1251 at 560 WQAM, the number one Chinese buffet in the universe is the Emerald Coast. Go there this weekend and pig out. When in doubt, pig out. Three locations for you. They're in Sunrise, they're in North Miami Beach, and the brand new one in Pembroke Pines. Start your mouth-watering eating experience with six different soups, then sample dozens of succulent entrees, like Oriental Surf and Turf on the weekends. And, of course, New York Strip Steak, made to your order the way you like it. At the Gourmet Center, that sizzling Asian grill featuring teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, even hand-carved prime rib. And, again, all cooked to your order the way you love it. And no crap at the Emerald Coast, no MSG. No uh, fatty oils. In fact, they use only cholesterol-free oils in all their cooking, and certainly no cornstarch. Just really good, healthy stuff. The buffet features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, fresh shrimp cocktail, too. An Emerald Coast famous Lobster Fest is back featuring lobster thermidors and lobster bisque. One requirement at the Emerald Coast, you got to try to leave some room for dessert. Pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit, even watermelon, folks. It's the perfect ending to a gigantic feast. Emerald Coast now with three locations. They're in Sunrise, Pine Island, and 44th Street. Now they're in Col on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd North Miami Beach, and at the intersection, just slow down, at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. Emerald Coast accepts reservations. Takeout and delivery available as well. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. Look for the new Oriental Chicken Salad, too, this weekend when you take the whole gang in for a gigantic feast 
at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. kind of a silly person anyway. 12.58, and you know something? I'm not going to have time for my dog story. Oh, no. So I'll save it till Monday. It'll last. It's certainly nothing that, like, is timed. You know, it's uh, last forever. 446 votes on that poll. Does TV show too much nudity and indecent material? This is on the heels, of course, of that horrendous uh, thing they showed Wednesday night. What the hell was it called again? Victoria.